Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You're going to get one. We are taking Cajun two things. <laughs> Welcome to the Cultaholic Classic Nitro Review, colon, Full Brawl 96 War Games Just Retro colon. <laughs> Just welcome to our colon. It's a colon of a show, is what it is. So I am uh, radio presenter of that portfolio, uh, former Cultaholic Heavyweight Champion, now TNA Wrestling Ring announcer, Tom Campbell. Ridiculous. Hooray! Ridiculous. da 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 Jogging along, and having a laugh. <laughs> and I am with the resident WCW Nitro kid, the one and only Sam Driver. You're right. All right. Shall we watch Full Brawl for Yeah, why bit, not? We? Why not? So last week we had a go-home that was your, your usual levels. That made levels me want to go home. Yeah, your usual, usual levels of shithousery, except now Sting's turned. Co- oh, no, he's bad now. Sting turned on the WCW. He took, he took the money and fucked off in the limousine. <sighs> I have no reason to question it for a second. I know. It's definitely what happened. It was Sting. You saw the face paint. You saw the jacket. Absolute shithousery. He's muscly. Shithousery all round. Look, we're going we're gonna to convalesce on the loss of Sting to the NWO and assume nothing bad will happen by watching Full Brawl 96 War Games. You can find it on the network. Good luck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, actually, it's got better. As it fuck. It's... <laughs> Has it fuck trying to find clips for like it'll be like hey that show's definitely on the network 
Okay, unless you Google the show specifically. Yeah, you need other tools. You may as well just use Google to find everything. Just put WWE Network on whatever show it is. But like, if you just try and go on the network and search like, I need this episode of Superstars, it's definitely on there. And it'll go, oh, do you want the one from the March? And it's like, no, I need the one from the June. Do you want the one from the August? And you put in, <laughs> you put in, in the exact same name and convention as they're using, like John 19, 1980, whatever. And it'll just be like, yeah, it's there, but it's not going to show you it. <laughs> it's not going to find it you for you. You can't watch it. You can watch everything around it, but you're not watching that. We have a very strict then system. you go to Google, put it in, and just click the first link, and it comes up. Scum. Yeah, subhuman scum. Abs- subhuman scum. <laughs> hey, look, if you can find Football 96, you're welcome to watch along with us. It'll be on the WWE not, Network. Just, just imagine it. You know how it's going to go. <laughs> Think of it in your mind's eye. We'll give you a second to do that <laughs> right now. Welcome back. Let's fall together. 1996, full brawl, war games on go. We will all press play together in three, two, one. Ah, uh, uh, go. We did it. <laughs> we did it. Didn't fall over at all. So Skull Skull just explodes at the start of the show. What a, what a way to start. God, you just you killed Skull Hall at the very beginning. That's shocking behavior. So we're now getting a nice little montage to get us underway. Yeah. Of Dubsy Dub shenanigans. Teddy T. Teddy T with the... Th- Teddy T. Teddy the, D, more getting like. Getting the finger and the digits up there. Hogan with the hairspray. Stanger. Oh, no. They put the, with the glass in. Oh, that time Sting and Lucas stole a police car. Oh, good And face no repercussions. <laughs> Felt like only a week ago. The Giant has joined the now. Yes. The Nuo. Randy Savage has a yellow streak of his back and it's not piss. Nick Patrick has a yellow streak of his back and it's not piss. <laughs> And there's Sting! Oh, no. no! Sting, you piece of shit! I don't know. From that angle, it could have also been Renegade. No, it was definitely Sting! <laughs> How dare you question whether or not it's Sting? And, and I don't remember that bit. That must have been from Saturday Night. Why aren't they wrestling in tanks? I wish there were more tanks in wrestling other than Shotzi's. Uh, they should just put them all in a tank, close the lid, 
And whoever emerges out the top is the winner. <laughs> we don't see the fight. Not even Russo had that genius move. <laughs> I'm, I'm very frustrated at that. We don't, I like the idea we don't see it. Yeah. You just sort of hear, just <laughs> boom, every now and then. Well, don't they look dapper, those three? God love them. We are in the Lawrence Joel Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Nice. Easy easy points in Scrabble, that. Um, it was donated, uh, the, the land was donated for the Coliseum in 1969. Right. Uh, construction was completed in 1989. It cost 20 million. Okay. And it'll be the home for war games for the next three years. Nice. Mm. Always like a return venue. Yeah, so where you I was going to say, kill that volume a bit. I'm getting punched in the head by Dusty. <laughs> I'm just trying to like listen to you, and it's just like. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> I might even put subtitles on just in case they say something funny, baby, if you will. Right there we go. Yeah, so this will be where where war games happens every year for the next yes. couple. And it is nice when you've got a venue that you know you always go back to. And yeah, I mean, you know, it's just sort of your your return venue for the day. Although, like, I don't. You could have taken war games just around the country a bit, you know? Mm. Could have done it on the USS Intrepid. You could have just done it somewhere interesting. You could have... Winston, Salem, North Carolina. What? Nah. (laughs) You got New York sitting right there. (laughs) We're doing this uh, just a few weeks before Survivor Series in Chicago, which is set to feature war games, in theory. We haven't seen anything yet that suggests No, and the logo doesn't have the war game spray-painted underneath it this time. No. So, so maybe we don't. We haven't got many things. Really maybe they announced. just pretend it's not a thing anymore, and yeah. we go back to the old days of just five on five eliminations. Can you imagine? All Actually, night. I just thought: Do we have any matches announced for Survivor Series? Uh, it's been a while since I checked. We don't. I don't think we do. <laughs> I imagine they'll rush some announcements <laughs> next week. They just, or so, like they AEW just don't. They, they just all just all all on the night. Just reveal it all on the night. It's sold out already. So. Yeah, they don't really need to do much. What do you think Tony's big announcement's going to be tomorrow? Well, by now, tonight, sorry. Well, by now you've heard it because yeah. he'll be going out the day after. Well, let's I... just make something up. I can't believe that he announced <laughs> that he was buying McDonald's and gonna he was going to implement McDonald's into AEW <laughs> and force feed meat to people that's barely meat. <laughs> I can't. He's going to stand at the entranceway to every single AEW event and he's going to shove a burger <laughs> down your throat and you're not allowed to chew it. Tony's just going to take his whole hand and stick it down your throat. <laughs> Sometimes there'll be a Happy Meal toy in there as well. What, in the in your mouth? Yeah. Oh, he, he, he's he's got to move fast. There's thousands of people. He's got to keep just picking handfuls of shit up and just shoving it down the throat. Sometimes it's going to be a toy. Like, he's just like handfuls of meat. There's just... Well, he's got 15 assistants like MJF and everybody else standing there. Why is MJF lowering himself to shoving meat in people's mouths? Because Tony told him to do it. Right. Uh, he's going to be stood there with, with like a, a Happy Meal box. Yeah. And they've just got to keep... like It's like a production line. They've got to keep just opening these boxes, handing them, holding them up, and then Tony takes a handful and shoves it down someone's throat <laughs> and they get rid of it. <laughs> but I think, I think you know, it's, it's, it's the start of a long and beautiful partnership. Mine was going to be, I think... He will have announced he saved money on his car insurance with Geico. But I think yours is more exciting. I don't know. Tony Khan seems more like a progressive man. Mm. The progressive do car insurance? Probably. Yeah. Probably. I mean, the thing is, the Tony announcements vary yeah. from like, we have just bought fucking the moon to we're going to give that dog 30 quid. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing. There's, it could be anything in that frame. Imagine it's just more DLC. <laughs> Not for life. No, just just DLC for the 12, Andrew 13 the, people actively Andrew the playing. Giant on Fight Forever. Yeah, why not? 
He was a territory star before he was a WWF <laughs> star. I'll have you know. We have got territory. He legends. belonged to Tony before he belonged to Vince. In that in that regard, he was mine before he was <laughs> yours, Randy. <laughs> I think it's it's gonna either be like a huge show announcement Big or show announcement. something like I don't know. I don't think Osprey's contract's up yet, so it's not like you can stand there and go, "Will Osprey's come in?" Will but Osprey's whenever in it's Tony impact, doing a, so. uh, a speech, it's usually, "Hey, I've bought another person." Yeah, it um, can yeah, it could be a number of things. Well, no, you know by now, yeah, what it was. It was definitely McDonald's. I can't believe insert thing here happened. Yeah, <laughs> I oh my god, it was unreal. <laughs> It was a time and a half. I did have the stats for the attendance for this one, but I think they're on my phone. I'd say there's at least 45 people there. I think, yeah, with a lot of mirrors. At the very least. There's plenty of mirrors, which, which make it look like... They're not mirrors. They blow up dolls. Is. Can you see any of them moving in that second block? I can't. I believe they're the, what they do for films, the FIFA man. 98 crowd. Yeah, it's what they do for <laughs> films. They just load a blow-up people. Like, you get a row of them. They just sit in seats. Uh, 11,300 blow-up dolls, all with burger meat hanging out of their mouths. Nice. In the in the Lawrence Joel Veterans Memorial Coliseum, which is too wordy. I mean, it seats fourteen thousand, so that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, when you when you look at the fact that the the floor production is going to be taking up quite a lot of space, so yeah, so they've done yeah. they've done, and it just shows you how hot the company is at this point. Yeah, plus it's it's like war that. games. Yes, the fact that it's war games also helps. Oh, Charvito, put so, that belt down. Charvo and Diamond Dallas Page, by the way, is the opening match, which we've not mentioned. I that's the first time we've ever said either of their names. Yep. <laughs> They're Since in a match. match what happens when Tony comes across somebody who just won't open their mouth? Is that why he needs MJF that just stand just, on his foot? Just stand so on they'll go, ah, and then he just quickly shoves the burger meat down. Just so they go, oh my God, look, it's Kenny Omega. Ah, oh no. <laughs> they all fall for it because they all want to see Kenny Omega. They all fall for it. What if he just declares war? What if he just, he actually, he has like a full-blown 5,000-page declaration of war. He's got like a general there, and he's just like, I'm, I'm declaring war on Stamford, Connecticut. Or just like starts shooting the building. He just, he's just, well, they're going to do the DX tank, but they're going to take an actual tank. It's like, yeah, you just had a Jeep with a bit of guttering on it. We, we've got a tank. I'm going to kill everyone that works in WWE. Well, that way I will be blessed. He's given them an announcement. He's like, you know, by the time you hear that tank coming, you better be out of that head, that new shiny headquarters. What did the announcement? He's going to quickly run in for a, for a meal at Snackdown first. <laughs> I and he's love come Snackdown out. in the new offices. Yeah, which it's is cool. the, the new canteen <laughs> in the WWE HQ. Um, what if the announcement is, ah, so we've just checked and Scott Demore hasn't effectively signed this paperwork, so therefore we're going to get in there first. From next year, AEW will be known as TNA Wrestling. I would howl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All no, it should just be a. A T N A W, all T N A wrestling. You could have gone T N A E W, but you went no. A T N A E W. No, you need to get, you need to get. Uh, I thought that was AJ Styles Look on the stairs, though. Two, yeah, these two in the crowd, <laughs> in full gear, ready to go. <laughs> ready to wrestle. So what belt has he got on? There's two. He does look AJ Styles esque. He looks like he's got the uh, <laughs> the kids foam WCW title. It does look like it. <laughs> well, good for them. I'm sure they're having a lovely night. Have AEW run the Hammerstein Ballroom yet? No. Yeah, I think they could run that. I'd love yeah. them too. I'd love them too. I mean, they, they, they may potentially be looking at smaller venues for the next set that they're booking. Yeah. Well, I, I, 
Part of me thinks this announcement's got to be huge. It's got to be like a talent. It's got to be like a new major pay-per-view mm. or like a partnership with another promotion or... Well, you'll know now. McDonald's. It's McDonald's. It's definitely McDonald's. If, he t- if it turns out to be Burger King, I'm going to be gutted. Maybe they've seen early cuts <laughs> of Turning Point. Yeah. And they have offered me a contract. Well. Well. I'm sorry that we're going to have to break your legs, Tom. That's fine. But you ain't getting on no flight. <laughs> This is, by the way, the best my voice has sounded since probably Monday. I was going to say, I saw you last night and your voice was still pretty hoarse. Still pretty shit. Every night I sleep, it gets a little bit better. So that's yeah. reassuring because I'm working Saturday at North Wrestling. Yeah, so you've got to be fighting then. fit by then. <laughs> this, is, this, was a, this was a bit of fun that they had at my expense because like, I had a lovely chat with Scott Demore. I don't know whether I mentioned, but I was on the Impact UK Invasion. Really? Tour. I don't know whether I mentioned I was the ring announcer of the tour. Um <laughs> So it was nice. I got to, like everyone was lovely. Got to chat yeah. with loads of people, and and spent a few times chatting with Scott. And Scott was like, and Scott was like, "This isn't a dig, but I love how when we get UK announcers, you all really fucking go for it. You're like coming on the rain next. He's like, when you're on the BBC, are you like that? <laughs> Travel news is next. <laughs> and he and I and I said, uh, I said, okay, I tell you what, I'll whisper for, I'll whisper tomorrow night. If you whisper, I'll yeah. come out there and kick the shit out of you. I'm like, yes, Scott, sure, Scott, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, so it was a very complimentary, and then I was chatting with I think it was um, I think it was Frankie Kazarian backstage, mm. and he was saying like, "Oh, you've got a you know you've got a really good voice." And Scott kind of walked past, and he was like, "You had a good voice at the start of the tour. It's shit now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in with the in crowd. <laughs> We're all need, friends. You just need to eat a jar of honey every afternoon. <laughs> I brought a whole bag of potions and tablets and stuff which which scott demore found hilarious yeah like i had like v- different brands of vocal zone i had ibuprofen <laughs> i had uh i had manuka honey i had yeah. vicks vapor rub i had like all this shit with me yeah just so like at night i could just like cover myself in vapor rub <laughs> and take soothers and Did you just smell of menthol then, just, for the entire like, tour took me like an hour just to yeah. get my routine i put like a mask over my mouth so i wouldn't snore so i wouldn't strain the cords just so the next morning i could stand in a hot bath with the steam everywhere going, yeah. oh, i need to learn to talk from the fucking diaphragm that's what i need to do yeah i just alex kept saying talk from the diaphragm you dickhead it's what I think I've been told is sort of go to a vocal coach for more narration stuff. So I want to get better at narration. So it's like I'm going to have to go to a vocal coach yeah. and learn how to do the whole from the diaphragm because I'm like, it's all in the throat. It's and it's just like, I, I can do like four or five hours of voiceover. And then by the time I get home, I'm like, Ella, uh, I'm fucked. The problem is I've... Oh! Well, uh, quite a few a of my announcements, are, uh, the, the my, my trademark is like a bit of a guttural yeah. noise. Like with Will Ospreay going, the aerial assassin. Yeah. Like, that's quite a guttural thing. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't do while my voice is recovering. And I think every night saying, the juggernaut for Jordan Grace probably didn't help my voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounded nice in my head, and I think everyone liked it. So that's I want nice. you to I want you to announce a show as 1990s Kane at some point with a voice box, though. Do you know what? The way this is fucking going, I might. <laughs> <laughs> the way it's all going. Coming to the ring. <laughs> might be north of this, right? On Saturday. <laughs> Welcome to the Anarchy Brewery. <laughs> I will set myself on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Thanks if you came on the tour. We had a lovely time. You enjoyed the Newcastle show, didn't you? It was you're, very you're good, a, yes. You're at Turning Point. Yeah. 
good night out by it's fantastic. Old. Will Ospreay's something else. Like. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, he has been for a long time, but... He has just, been something else forever, but... It's just very class. exciting to see where he's going to end up, though, isn't it? Oh. Hottest, potentially hottest free agent. I don't say potentially hottest, because it's whether or not he's... He has appeared. It's whether he or is not, a free agent. yeah. So it, it, that's the thing, right? So it looks like he could be a free agent for a matter of hours. <laughs> yes. And then he all goes and makes a big bag of money somewhere, yeah. as is well fucking deserved. With Barry Bloom as his new associate. That's that's uh, the moment that that news got announced. Like it got leaked that Barry Bloom was representing yeah. him. I was like, oh, he means fucking business. Yeah. Like Barry Bloom is the 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 agent that's represented like Jesse Ventura, Kevin Nash, Triple H, Scott Hall, Triple H, Jericho, Chris Jericho, the Bucks, Ke- Kenny the Omega, Bucks, Omega. So like. That's that. You're not messing about. You're no. fucking around. And you've got Barry Bloom there. <laughs> Bloom's gonna make you a bag of money because he, in turn, will get a bag of money. Oh yeah, but I mean, it's 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 highly deserved. Oh my god, yeah. Deserved. And like, it'd be lovely if he can get a guaranteed bit of contract, which means that he can still wrestle fantastically and maybe get a, take a bit of pressure off his body. I know he won't yeah. want to because he'll want to go 100 miles an hour. Yeah, but I guess going 100 miles an hour uh, over less dates. Yeah, might be might be more beneficial. I remember when Shinsuke Nakamura signed to WWE, and the big vibe was that like his style would be pared back, so it's kind yeah. of like he can relax a bit for a couple of years. Yeah, as a WWE guy, and uh, he just now he's just a WWE guy. It just cut to the wide shot there, Tom, and I'm not gonna lie, my brain just went off on a tangent. Um, I saw like how long the cage looks because obviously it's a double cage. Why have we never done like a show just called like Warador and you just get 15 rings in a row and just a massive <laughs> cage and you got to get from one end to the other like some weird Takeshi's Castle type. So stick. what do you and you have a wrestler waiting for you in each ring? Yeah, so why you've not? Got like a gauntlet that you've got to yeah. run. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, they nearly did that with the Doomsday cage. You do that in vertically the, in the overflow car park at the Metro Center. <laughs> Next time, next time anybody wants to run a war games match, that's where you do. Do the war at all. Sam's gone like, we've, I've got an idea for a gauntlet match, but it involves 15 rings. <laughs> 15 rings worth of talent. Yeah, as opposed to 15 wrestlers, just 15 rings, one per talent. <laughs> I mean, how would have probably thought that do for you, you? Do you sell, like, all of it, as many tickets as possible, but I guess if you attract a smaller crowd, then you just get bleachers... And you get them on like a tractor trailer, and you just have a little like tractor just pulling the fans along from oh, ring to ring. So they can, so they're front row wherever they go. Yeah, I mean they can just walk it. It depends what the budget's like, but I think we can. No, I think you have the you have the bleachers on the back of the tractor. Yeah. So they can, they just sat they just sit there, and when the ding 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 happens, the tractor moves along to the next one. Now I'm just thinking, what if we did King of the Road, but with 15 rings? <laughs> 15 roads. <laughs> King of the Road. Like, I like how we've gone to excess here. 15 yeah. ring, King of the Road. Why was there ever a gimmick where they had like a floating ring and they put it like in the middle of the sea and they gave them all a big oar and they start with a rumble. They've all got to fight for, especially if you put the oars on corner poles, yeah. like Russo would have loved this. Um, put the oars on corner poles and then you've got to just sort of work together to try and get, you know, each other out. But at the same time, somebody needs to win, but to win, you've got to get back to land. Right, so where the, are they rowing back to land? I guess the, the drama's going to come when eventually you're down to one person and their arms aren't big enough <laughs> to row. But if you leave a camera crew with them, then you can at least film like this dramatic, you know, castaway-style situation happening. Or you get that point where there's one on one side and three on the other, so it's just going in a circle. <laughs> you got to hope it just doesn't drift into a shipping lane, you know, because they'll get a free show and they'll not be paying on the pay-per-view for it. They'll just be watching. So we have to blow it up. <laughs> So they don't steal the pay-per-view. <laughs> no, we just need torpedoes for any for any ships passing by. <laughs> just they're not getting a free show. 
They can tune in. So, okay. So yeah, Jimmy Hart with a megaphone going, have you paid for it? No. Do you want to give us 20 quid? No. Torpedo. Throw 20 quid over the side. <laughs> There's a 20 pound note just wafts onto the, onto the ocean. <laughs> Jimmy, go and get it. <laughs> Thank you. Carry on. <laughs> you could have like a little table on the outside and have commentary there. You know, I think, you know, just cast away wrestling. That should be it. Make it a whole promotion. Wrestling. It's just, yeah, just floating oh. away. Drop them in the English Channel. Drop them in the Pacific Ocean. There's different, you know, species. There's sharks in some. Sometimes it's chill. Sometimes it's cold. Sometimes it's really warm. That's part of the fun. Yeah. It's part of the drama. We could do Arctic Circle around Christmas. <laughs> Put like Santa hats on the polar bears. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas chaos. We have to call it something like... Fightmare Before Christmas. Fightmare Before Christmas, Christmas Chaos, Jingle Brawl. Yeah. <laughs> Those are your classic wrestling, indie wrestling show names around Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I don't see many promotions running around Christmas this year. No. I guess because they've all run out of names. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe they're all trying to work on their own version of the Castaway Wrestling now. Maybe. They're all working on, like, we need wrestling, floating wrestling. If we just had a floating wrestling ring going down the time, right, and then it just happens to go out out to sea. I, I think it's dramatic. I think it works. Oh, that was a rough looking diamond, diamond cutter. Brawl on the Tyne. Yeah. Fog on the Tyne. Uh. Yeah, you don't make it rhyme with fog. It's got to be Brawl on the Tyne and there's got to be an awkward cover version where it's the Brawl on the Tyne is all mine, all mine and it makes no sense. <laughs> Bra- who would win the Brawl on the Tyne? H- I don't know. HD Drake. It, well, I don't know. Like, because I'm thinking you're going you're gonna to need like I think a good range of like, uh, uh, like you need actual wrestlers. I think you need a local like celebrity. Mm-hmm. You need somebody like you know from from local radio, like you. I could cover uh, both. Though. You need like a, a guy that runs like a successful local business. You need. Like, I think it's got to be one of those like gimmicky ones where you have like wrestlers are obviously going to win. Yeah. You have someone like Howard win it, but you've got to get a load of other people in there like you would with Pete Rose. Ah, so just get like a, a retire. Get Peter Beardsley in there. And he lasts until it goes. He lasts until it's well into the North Sea. <laughs> and that's how we get. And that's how we get rid of Peter Beardsley. <laughs> it turns out that's all this ever was. It was a. It was a ploy. <laughs> just a big ploy. Just to cast Peter Beardsley out to the sea. Whoa, oh, hang on. the Colonel. He's got someone typing for him. Get on deck, there, computer kid. Comp you serve. I love it. They, they, hey, look, tell, tell them we're going to win the match later. Yeah. Um, so DDP versus Chavo Guerrero Jr. What did Dave Meltzer give it? I'd be lying if I said I was watching that and not talking about... Um, <laughs> not talking about just sending a wrestling ring out to sea for months at a time. But from what I did see, I think it was a little bit rough around the edges and places. But I think it's probably warranted at least a two and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. Shockingly good, says good, Dave. Good, good, good. Shockingly good, Dave says. He was very happy with it. Imagine right. what he'd think of, of wrestling on the open waters. I, I, I think he... I you know, AEW and, and we've had the Jericho cruise. We've done all of that. <laughs> Where's the fun of having it in a boat? He stood next to the wall that he just wanked against. That's quite, <laughs> uh, quite awesome. Where do you think the attack came from? <laughs> Oh god! No, if that's if if he's created the word attack, <laughs> I'd see a doctor looking at the color of those letters. I get medical. I get medical attention immediately. It's professional strain. <laughs> I would totally get medical attention. So we're getting a <laughs> recap now of of the arrival of the outsiders. Stanger. 
So we're gonna we're rewinding the the entire feud with the NWO, which Sting's, has been. Sting's cool because he listens to Guns and Roses. <laughs> He's not cool anymore. That album's though. only that album's only seven years old. No, eight years old at this point. He's not cool anymore. Look at the adjective. Play. Oh, they cut that out. Do you notice? Because <laughs> they got the adjective wrong. Then, then Eric Bischoff showed off his large size jacket, and Scott Hall took great exception yes. to how oversized his jacket how was. How dare you have a big jacket? You your, don't deserve a big jacket. Your jacket's too big, hey, man. That's what I think, you fucking big jacket. Gonna send this jacket all the way back to returns department in hell. Oh! There he goes. You big jacket bastard. Is this before <laughs> or after Eric's like, hey, uh, look at me on my motorbike? Uh, before. Ah, good. That was he didn't have much in terms of persona at that point. No, than, no, no. But you know that he was riding around all day on that motorbike, going, "Hey, look at me on my motorbike. Look how hot I look on this yeah. bike." Here's Hulk Hogan, but whose side is he on? <laughs> oh, they cut that bit out as well. Yeah, whose side is he on? Spoiler. I love Bobby, and it makes sense, but it it does just telegraph. It kind of ruins the moment. Yeah, it ruins the moment. He was just doing what he always does, yeah. rather than thinking. Is that too obvious in this moment? Yeah. Oh my God! Is Hulk Hogan the third man? Has is he joining with Hall and Nash? I think he might be. No, that couldn't happen. And then he, he joins. Sh- <laughs> he should have said, "I've never been glad to see Hulk Hogan until today." No, that'd sh- have been fine. He should have gone. And I bet, I bet it's Hogan, Nash, and Hall, and they're going to call themselves the New World Order. <laughs> I bet. I bet they're going to throw Rey Mysterio like a lawn dart, and Randy Savage is going to ride a limousine out of there. <laughs> I believe there was something where, I think with that scene, I remember we talked about this. Yeah. Randy was meant to get into the limo. Yeah. But they locked the door. Yes. So he so couldn't. He just so he just clung on. onto the top as it drove away. <laughs> and they drive all the way around the corner with him. <laughs> yeah. And then Hogwarts happened, and that was a pretty God, I forgot about I forgot about Sting just applying the, the <gasps> Scorpion Deathlock. I forgot how blatant that chop block was from yeah. Nick Patrick. <laughs> blatant as fuck that was. And then we got the the... El Gigante. El Gigante LA. But not that El Gigante. He's not that gigantique. He made the count over Kevin Nash. <laughs> oh, and then there was oh, the, it's the end the of the booty, booty man. Booty beefcake. The ballad of the booty beefcake. Boot, boot cake. He's like, that's right. It's me and my buddy Hulk Hogan. He's my best friend in all of the land. And then he gets laid out. <laughs> He's no longer my best. We haven't seen Booty Man since. Thank fuck for that. Four hours rough. We'll see him again. Then we had Sting joining up with the Horsemen. That was the mm. plan. Hey, look, Sting, St- Sting, and Leg, and the Horseman. Yes, and yeah. Lex obviously has a history of being a Horseman, mm. and they're like, "Well, we don't know, but well, I guess we could team up and be buddy pal, buddy boys." Um, and that's sort of where we are. And then NWO was like, "How dare you be buddy boys?" Mm. And Hogan's just like, "Fuck you, Savage. Any chance he can." <laughs> but then. Here's Ted DiBiase. And he holds up four fingers and then five. So Eric naturally says he definitely is going to be the fifth horseman. <laughs> and then the giant joins and it's revealed Ted DiBiase is billionaire Ted and he's bankrolling the Trillionaire Ted. Trillionaire Ted. Because he's worth more than the other Ted. That's it. He's trillionaire, trillionaire Ted. Ted. Then he bought a lovely umbrella. And he talks to a car. Ah, <laughs> oh, I forgot when Lex comes outside. Yeah, last week. <laughs> And it's the awkward He's just wandering in, in around. In full ring gear, just rolling around in the rain. 
<laughs> and there's Sting. There's Sting. As you just get nah! from commentary. Evil Sting now, Abu. Why, Sting? Why did you do a thing? You piece of shit. You've ruined my life. It's a shambles. It's a disgrace. It's a <laughs> it should be fired. <laughs> so this is a nice way to pad time on this pay-per-view. Yeah. Just, just me and Gene having a big, long explain. You want 10 minutes? To There's games. your 10 minutes, lads. The live crowd are just like, fuck it out. We're here for some wrestling, lads. Okay. Submission match next as the graphics bounced. Do you know what I miss? I miss what? the bravery of, you know, having graphics that just bounce along the screen like that. Yeah. They're like too the, cool for that. The, the Windows screensaver level graphics. Yeah. yeah, they're my favorite. I miss them. Oh, finally a reason to watch. <laughs> finally, some good fucking food. Some good fucking Scott food. Norton. Scott Norton. <laughs> He's feeling very good about himself. Scott it's Norton. old Flash. I never really um, vibed with the nickname Flash. Scott Flash Norton. For Scott Flash. <laughs> Is that how you do it? Say it quickly. Scott Flash Norton. Scott Flash Norton. He'll have you beat the Flash. Uh, Flash. I'll have you beaten roughly seven minutes. Scott Flash Norton. Flash. Ah. <laughs> uh, no, it's Flash Scott. Like <laughs> yes, yeah, the Jimmy Hart version. Flash Scott. And then rather than the rest of the lyrics, it's just Norton. <laughs> right, so here we go. We've got Theodore Long. Doing We've the, got the Ice Train. And this is this the is the this is hopefully the end of a very long, very heated, very drawn out feud between two ex tag partners who were passionate. They were very good friends, and Scott Norton just had enough of Ice Train's shit one day. Was it? It was Scott that turned on Ice, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, was Ice, Ice Train. Ice Scott? Train cost them a match by accident, or I think Ice Train accidentally caused Scott to to get, or he might have like knocked Scott, or he caused Scott to kind of mess up, and that allowed the the other team to win. And then Scott blamed Ice Train for it, turned on him immediately. And then you had Teddy Long being like, guys, don't fight. Do you, love, do you love how we talk like we've never watched this before? <laughs> Yet we're watching week to week going, so what are they fighting? I don't know. Yeah, my short-term memory is fucking terrible. I always feel bad because I'll get someone to message me and they'll go, hey, you were right, by the way. This is a dog. And I was like, I'm sorry? Oh, Nitro episode 12. Right. Yeah, I don't remember what that was. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm sorry. You, if you and, and and it sounds like it sounds like I'm giving you a load of admin to do, and I don't mean it. It's just because I'm crap. You're brilliant. I'm crap. <laughs> if you're gonna if you quote something for the podcast, just do a little thing where it's just like episode whatever. Yeah, it helps you do, me. You like for 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 dummies guide basically. Yeah, it's yeah. you're brilliant. I'm I'm crap. <laughs> it's only because I'm shit. So if you could, it would be an immense help to me. As I sometimes I'm quite sleepy when I look at my messages and I go, why is why is that? What did I say? What trip was that? <laughs> what did I do? Oh, Bovril. I remember Bovril. He said something about Bovril one day. I know that much. My, my recollection of this podcast is me and Gene Wanks a lot and Bovril. <laughs> everything else is <laughs> just, everything else is wiped from the ram yeah. <laughs> at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're both quite strung out. <laughs> 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 I'm sure you can tell. I do like 11 hours of like, <laughs> like we happen to have landed in this real perfect part of the universe whereby the classic Nitro review, the classic Raw review, the classic SmackDown review this week all watch alongs. Oh <laughs> like, my god! All three hour fucking. You're gonna enjoy that. Well, my, my vocal cords are having a d delightful time. Fantastic! With it just what Fantastic. it needed. Fantastic! Because it does what I needed. <laughs> 
Scott Demore just going, his voice was great at the start of this story. It's shit now. <laughs> you are right, Scott. Scott Norton would probably say the same thing. He probably would, actually. You disgust Scott Norton, Tom. What do you think of that? What do you make of that? Scott Norton is disgusted with your I, voice. I expect nothing less. He's going to suplex more. your voice box like he <laughs> suplex an ice train right there. And your voice box is going to be rolling around going, oh, no. And then you're going to have Teddy, who I guess is like your larynx, going like, go on, you can do it, voice box. <laughs> the voice, I just, Teddy, Teddy, yeah. Teddy, Teddy was my larynx on the last night. My last thing I had to do was announce the X Division match. Yeah. Between Frankie Kazarian and Chris Saban, which was in the ring, yeah. corner to corner, like proper style. And I was like, I've got literally just enough voice left just to really fucking throw this out yeah. there. And, uh, and the last bit in my voice just like pushes it out. And as I turn to leave the ring, Frankie Kazarian goes, very good. Hey, I can't say it then. Fucking right by everybody. Imagine if he just went, that sucked. <laughs> and they just like, and they just pushed you out there. Sort of just get out. If he wanted to, he could have really <laughs> fucking buried me. <laughs> Crap, you are. No, man. You've got, we, a, you've got a super powerful We've voice. been slagging you off to pens. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> no, they're taking you, they're taking you, uh, like, video of you back, and they're go, just looking at Penza going, so Penza. <laughs> you know, we're rebranding. You want to yeah. keep hold of that? You'll position? never be that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Penza, I must say, right, Penza yeah. has been fucking lovely. I've had some lovely messages off Dave Penza. Yeah. Where he was just like, go out there and enjoy it, kid. Go and have fun. And like, really excited to see what you do. I'm like, yeah. oh, thanks, Dave. That's class. That's Dave Penzer. If you Love become him. friends, you can ask him about things like, what, what you, what's your opinion of the new range of super soakers? I'd, <laughs> I'd love to ask him about super soakers. Hang out. Want to get him on here? Yeah. We want to get him on here. Want to get him on That'd the, the classic Nitro. That'd Let's be get, absolutely Let's get Penzer on. He's lovely. Yeah. No fault. No, no. Yeah. They're all, do you know what? Everyone says the Impact roster is like, the, the, the behind the scenes scuttlebutt is like the locker room impact is really close and really nice and what's yeah. on. It's fucking true. They're all well, lovely. This is it. Like the amount of times like that I've been in and around wrestling shows and it's like you'll hear things where it's like, oh, maybe maybe this person's not ideal. Like, they're going to be a bit hard to work. I've never once had an issue with like, it's usually everybody's absolutely great. Everybody just wants to make a good show. Everybody just wants to have a blast and everybody just wants to lift each other up. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's how, and, and, there's, and there's something special about the energy of um, of impact as well. Yeah. Like the, the little, the little there's a lot of excitement there, yeah. Especially now it's becoming <laughs> TNA. The last night, did you see the dance party we had on the last night? No, I didn't. Oh my God. We had a dance party on the last night. <laughs> so, like the after the last match, yeah. Grado led everybody out. Okay. To um, <coughs> to like a prayer. Mm -hmm. I'll stick this in the video version as well if you want to see it. So, like, we're all in the ring just having a big yeah. dance. There's Josh Alexander. Nice. Showing off some of his moves. Wonderful. Gives us a little bit of worm. So <laughs> you see, there's Moose there. There's Giselle Shaw. There's Rich Swan. Eddie Edwards there. Hang on, there's Eddie. <laughs> Eddie's going to show us his moves. Did you bust out your backflip? Yeah, stay with it. It's Trey Miguel. You can see there. Leon Slater's in the ring there as yeah. well. Yeah. And bless Rich Swan. <laughs> Do your backflip, Tom. I wish I'd done a backflip. Do your backflip. That was as good as I did. <laughs> Imagine you in. But then look yourself. at Moose. Look at Moose doing the fucking Carlton. <laughs> Moose doing the cart was just, oh my God. Just, just amazing. That went on for about five, ten minutes. I was just dancing. It's brilliant. What a night, what a way to end the tour. 
Oh. And then, and, you know, and then they announced like TNA will be back. We'll, we'll be back to see you soon. TNA good, wrestling. Good. And then, uh, and then Scott gave me the mic and said, "You guys send you you fucking send them home." And he just went, "Get the fuck out of here Get now!" Out, everybody. I'm disgusted by all of you in <laughs> this, this has audience. Been shit. Like, you have not. You have not. You should all be like so much louder for this company, and you're just not. And these guys, they're just trying to be nice right now. They're all dancing and stuff. No. We're not happy with you. Commentary, you're a shit. <laughs> oh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Commentary was lovely. Newcastle was lovely. Oh, from what I heard from Glasgow, they were brilliant. Yeah. Um, all <clears throat> round and TNA chants all night long, yeah. everywhere. Great and unapologetic TNA chants now. Oh God, yeah. Because now we're going to call them TNA. Again. Uh huh. It's great. We'll see you next year. But hey, Scott's going to break his back. Enough about me. Ice Train is about to submit to the Boston Crab. Go on, give up. Hang in there, Ice. Wait, Teddy will throw in the towel and we'll get another match. Stay <laughs> cool, Ice Train. I'm never sure, like, with the with the I Quit match, it's difficult with the, with the whole yes. handing them the mic and... Not if you just record Mick Foley going, I quit, <laughs> and then play it whenever you want. I seem to remember that... Um, and that's what they did in 99, didn't they? Yeah, after, like, the 14 unprotected chair shots. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. <laughs> I seem to remember oh. the um, Roddy Piper was a special ref of the I Quit match with Bret Hart and Bob Backlund, and he just fucking ruined it. Yeah. Because he just chewed the scenery for the whole match. <laughs> and, it was a, and it was, I seem to remember it was a mic on a wire as well, which which for some reason made it more awkward. Yeah. Well, if you're going to put the mic on a wire... Oh, no, he's got Teddy. Oh, no, you leave Tedrick alone. Whoa, Jesus. Oh, Ice Train should have picked them both up and military pressed <laughs> them both. <laughs> oh. Don't submit, Scott. Don't do it, Scott Flash Norton. Oh! Don't do it, Scott Flash Norton. Master Lock. Oh, oh, no. Scott. Flash Norton tapped. Go to Japan. How are you going to recover over Is that here? an early tap out? How are you going to recover over here? Well, Ice Train made Scott tap. He did, which is a big get for Ice Train. Ice Train's been on the receiving end of a lot of abuse from Norton. Mm. Uh, especially in the build-up to this, he's been getting attacked, like, left, right, and center. When it's not being the NWO somehow, you know, taking him out or doing something when he's just part of the general pack. Yeah. Um, it's usually Norton just sneaking up on him while he's doing, like, the uh, CompuServe, because it's not America Online, is it? Uh, the CompuServe section where he's, like, just tippy-tapping away, and then Norton will just come in and level him. So it's good to see Ice Train... <clears throat> It's good to see Ice Train get a win here. Yeah. Let's hope they carry the momentum all the way through and he becomes a, tam <laughs> he becomes a champion. Oh, wait. Uh, what did Dave say that match was worth? I'm going to be generous and say two. One and a quarter. Mm. I didn't think it would be his bag. Nah, it's not really his, uh, his energy. It's not his kind of style -y. Yeah. There he is. The Mexican heavyweight championship. <laughs> I love that the graphics are just like, whoa! <laughs> I love the I love the, <clears throat> the graphics that fly around. Classic Mexican music to bring us out. Some would say stereotypical. <laughs> I would say stereotypical. So Uvi has been. A bit of a revelation. The old juice. Yes. 
And there was a lot of there was a lot of talk at this time that they want to make this guy like a court, like a pillar stone. Oh. Stacked it. Oh, man. Stacked it. Oh, man. Oh, Ovi. Oh, he was too busy mugging off to the camera, turned around and just went shin first. That's my, <laughs> that's my biggest fear. <laughs> yes, you've always your biggest fear. I did it fear. this morning with my toe. I, like, I've hyper-stretched my toe. I was like coming down the stairs. I don't know how, but like I just managed to just catch my big toe. And not like in a bad way, but it just sort of like just kissed the end of the step and it's just hyper-extended it. And I was just stood there for about five minutes going, (laughs) (laughs) But, yes, we've got Conan. Conan looking more like the Conan that we will come to know and love. Look at him. It's K-Dog. It's actually K-Dog. So now he has indeed become Conan. Yes. Been dressing, as they've said on Nitro, more (laughs) gang-like. So they said. (laughs) More gang-like. And it's such a better look for it me. It is, man. Oh. It's like, it's just, it fits him so well. Like, just, I forgot how long he, he was like the Mexican sensation Conan. Yeah, like WCW. chipper baby face Conan. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, this is such a cooler look for him. And it kind of yeah. sets him apart from others as well. It's weird because he just, from this point on, he just doesn't age. When he gets this gimmick, he just doesn't yeah. age from this point forward. No, he's spot on. But yeah, Hoovy, uh, Hoovy's somebody who goes on to be like a mainstay with WCW. He does. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. he's there. He's there pretty much until the end, mm. if uh, if memory serves. He's there like right until the end. Oh, oh. just love him to the. Oh, see you later, <laughs> <Landing> Navigator. Oh, I didn't look very nice. <laughs> That looked delicious. <laughs> oh, that was a nasty. That Fred Durst? Nah. Did you see his front row of the Tyson Fury boxing fight in Saudi Arabia? Everybody, but Vince was sat next to Mike Tyson. Vince, Mike Tyson, yeah. and did you watch the fight? No, but I think Saka shite. Was this? <laughs> oh, that was good. That was not <laughs> that was a Saka class. shite. That was amazing. That was very good. By the way, if you're Offense. watching along with us, we've been crap at this. Uh, Thirty-nine minutes and twenty-five, twenty-six. 27, 28, 29, 30. 39, 30. Time check. But yeah, the offense that you don't really usually see in this day and age in American wrestling, Hooventude is going to become kind of known for that kind of crazy, like over the top. Him, Psychosis, and Ray, obviously. Yeah, they'll make, they'll absolutely steal the show many nights. But yeah, the, the boxing was a sack of shit then, yes? Yes. <laughs> There's no way Fury won that fight. That's what everybody said. Like, there's no way it was a ref decision, and the ref de- and it was the judge's decision, and the judge's decision was wrong. It was shite. It was it was it was just a sloppy mess. To be honest, it was just a sloppy, sloppy mess. Did anyone expect it to be brilliant? No, but I expected a bit more discipline and a bit more um, from Fury. I guess it just felt like he didn't really show up. Mm. He just kind of turned up and went, eh. Like, what am I gonna you know risk losing to this guy? I'm not gonna lose to this guy. And it just feels like he didn't really take it seriously. Right. And when he got put on his ass, it got interesting. <laughs> and then it turned out that they vo- they, they, they just said he won anyway. Yeah. But God knows what's going to happen next. Because he's supposed to be having loads more fights over in Saudi, I think. But Will they will they maybe twist it and have Tyson in an MMA match next against him? Probably not. I think it'll be... Uh, he's supposed to fight uh, Yusuk, but... It's it's all up in the air now because Usyk was there, just kind of watching, going like, 
So, God knows. Not having it. That was supposed to be December as well, so. Oh, nice. Bloody hell. <clears throat> it was like rolling thunder into a clothesline. He, he, that's a, that's a yeah. classic Conan move, that is. Beautiful. He's having fun in this, guys. They've not really talked too much behind the scenes about what, what inspired this makeover. I don't know. Conan was like a, a celebrity in, in several spheres, though, by this point, wasn't he? Oh, he was like a big He was an actor, Mexican, yeah. he was a musician, and, and he was a wrestler. So I, I don't know if it's sort of like he's just seen it and gone, that's it, that's the thing. Hmm. But And they just so he just thought, oh, I'll mix it up. Do you know what would, would make this very exciting match more exciting? Bottle. If it was just at sea. We're back. We're back on the. Uh, I'm back on the. Halfway up, like a fifty-foot wave. Atlantic prowess. Almost, almost like vertical, <laughs> and they're just clinging <laughs> onto the ropes for dear life. And then Hoovy does something amazing, flipping between the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody does a run in or a yeah. swim in, as it's now called. Jimmy Hart's just wrapped around <laughs> the corner. <laughs> he's got like a. He's got like an inner tube on. <laughs> This, this shaped like a dragon, so it's got a little face a little on it. Or like a duck. So it's got a little duck's face cooking out of And a little Jimmy Hart inner tube. See, this is what I like about these War, game, war Games pay-per-views, when the other wrestlers make use of the second ring. Fucking yeah. hell, lads. Oh. What that looked like? Shite. God it was, bless the, you. The spirit was there. If that had come off, it would have looked amazing. <laughs> that, that looked shit for all involved. <laughs> <laughs> that looked horrible. <laughs> Wouldn't wish that upon you. Big fan of the spinning back kick. I love a spinning back kick. Oh, oh bloody oh. hellfire. He just appeared out of nowhere. Yeah. I he caught his existence. foot there. I was like, oh, God. Just burst into bloody existence. I still think X-Pac probably has the best spinning back kick. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Or Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam's is good, but his is more like, mm. more like a roundhouse, isn't it? It's rather um. than like a flip into just a whack. It's a nice. Um, they're both nice. I prefer Rob Van Dam's. It's got to be I different, do. haven't you, Tom? I do have to be different. You've got to be different. I do have to be. Oh, what's Kodak going for? Nice. Um, I need to. By the way, uh, I need to. In case, in case he's watching. Yes. Just in case he's watching, uh, I need to apologise to Jimmy Uso. Why? Uh, on the on the bus down to Coventry, I was uh, sat with Trinity. Okay, it's lovely. We chatted about all sorts <laughs> of shit, and what goes on tour stays on tour, so you won't hear it. But then we were chatting. But then we were chatting about our partners and stuff. And, yeah. And uh, and I showed I showed her my uh, engagement video when I proposed to Alex in the Maldives, yeah. and she was like, "I want to go to the Maldives now." And so she was like, <laughs> "Where did you stay?" So I gave her where I stayed, and she was like, "How long were you there for?" She's asking a bunch of questions about yeah. it. So apologies, Jimmy. I think if you're booking a holiday to the Maldives. <laughs> That's Tom's it's fault. Probably my fault. <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. But we might see you there. <laughs> we might go at the same time. That'd be lovely. Fancy running into you here. What are you doing here? We're on a desert <laughs> island. Do you want to do a podcast? Yay! <laughs> I could do desert island craps on the um on the in the ring, yeah. floating in the ocean. Yeah. It's like a desert island. Instead of a top rope, instead of like a turnbuckle, one of the, one of the turnbuckles would be a palm tree. Well, we could just so make they, them so all they palm climb trees. Up the palm tree. Yeah, Jump and the all tree. that's under the ring is just bags of sand. <laughs> like, so you can just reach in and throw sand. There's no real other weapons. 
So you'd have, you'd have to swim underneath. <laughs> but, the, but the problem is, you'd take the sand and it would all go all soggy and congealed. No, we'll use that magic sand that used to get advertised on the telly. <laughs> Well, you take it out of the water and it's magically dry. Just lobbing clumps of sand <laughs> at other wrestlers. Pocket sand. This Shisha. is this is wrestling. Who's chanting that? I don't know. Puffins. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if What happens if during uh, a match, like the yeah. weather turns and the ring gets adrift? goes adrift it's you... already adrift oh i suppose <laughs> but i mean like even more adrift so like it's it, like you it... just want to hope you get yourself to the gulf stream i know you not the gulf stream whatever it is in the water uh, and you you get yourself into like a good current and it'll just carry you around the world but if you get kind of stuck uh... or if you land at garbage island you're kind of screwed <laughs> is it like a coast guard that's keeping tabs is just... that fuck <laughs> Just think gonna pay, then we're gonna, I'm, I'm gonna foot out the bill for a coast guard. <laughs> I built, I built a floating ring. The well-being <laughs> of the wrestlers mainly. They signed a waiver. <laughs> they know what they're getting into. <laughs> it's like just, the idea of being like a reality TV thing. It's like Thirty days in, they're just like <laughs> CM Punk and Kendra are just both. There's just waterproof speakers that like are controlled, so whenever they stop wrestling, it just starts to pipe in booze. <laughs> I feel like you're like you're like the like a real life version of Jigsaw, <laughs> but like you don't kill people. You just really upset just irritate them. them. You just yeah. you, you have these magical ways of just really upsetting them. <laughs> I don't want to upset people. Push him. Oh, sorry. I just want to make good 10, TV. Ten thousand people in in the Memorial Coliseum who have burger meat pushed into their <laughs> mouths by force as they arrive. There's a vegan option. <laughs> yeah, it's have it pushed in by Brian Danielson. <laughs> That's the vegan option. <laughs> and then you've got them adrift on a boat, which, which booms them. Boat. It's a floating Sorry, ring. Sorry, a floating ring. The whole ring. point is that we want to do something that isn't a cruise. <laughs> that has none of the trappings or the pleasure of a cruise. But it's like wrestling it's meets Castaway meets Big Brother, right? You're there pitched it going, look. You, meets Truman you Show. You wanted wrestling on the water, and yeah. that's what this is. I don't know why you're upset. What happens when like they all like wake up on like the fifth, sixth day and there's just a new wrestler there? <laughs> what happens then? Like, like, where did you come from? It's like, I've been here all along. It's a fucking stalk. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just glacier. <laughs> Thank God. I've been, out, I've been out here for years. Take me back to land. What have I missed? That's what we could do, actually. We could put special guest entrance into the match just on various boys around the world. Uh, so like, they just clutch. they're just they're just sort of tied or, or clutching onto like a buoy, uh, and they're just bobbing around. And if the ring happens to pass by, they can jump on. Okay, so there is there is a possibility that we could have glacier hanging onto a buoy that the, the ring may never go near. Well, yeah, but that's the excitement of like special surprise. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that excited for Glacier. Like, it just hangs on for months. I mean, he's got, enough, he's, got, he's got enough rations for like a good month. Okay. And then from there, it gets exciting because how are you going to get out? So, he's, <laughs> so once he's eating his rations for the month, then good luck, mate. There's no Coast Guard because to quote Sam Driver, the organizer, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> it's not like I'm putting depth charges around them. No, but you're, you're killing them slowly. Only around by, the ring so they can't no get too safety. far. <laughs> but... 
I like how you go, me not hiring the Coast Guard to look after the wrestlers. It's not like I'm not going to put depth charges on <laughs> the ring. It's not like I'm killing them. Look, we'll train, we'll train a few of them in like life or death, Bear grill style stuff. But just a few of them. Oh, good. So one can drink their own piss <laughs> if need be. And they can learn to fish and they can, you know, there's okay. loads of stuff. But they know because the thing Tell is... Tell the time by the, looking at the hairs the, on their arm. The thing is you say, they can learn to fish, right? <laughs> but then they'll start fishing. means they stop wrestling. So you're going to start piping in booze. Yeah, but you've got to catch some You've got to fish dinner. and wrestle. <laughs> fish and wrestle. Fish and wrestle. That's the chant that gets piped in. <laughs> fish and wrestle. You just hire the NWO guy. Fish and wrestle. Fish, 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 fish and wrestle. Fish and wrestle. Have your dinner, but while wrestling. <laughs> Don't stop wrestling. Fish. <laughs> we see you doing a rest hold. Stop it. They pull like a small fish. That sucks. <laughs> Shit, fish. You'll still be hungry, hungry. Yeah. That's a puffin. How else can we make it worse? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> How else can we make this ring in the middle of the ocean <laughs> worse for people? Oh. How can we make it worse for people? Well, it's already pretty, pretty grim. Initially, it's exciting. Yeah. Maybe we do have to, to bring them into port every month. Every month? I think it, it goes weeks. against what I believe in, but I think we can bring them in every you month. Get, you get an hour to. of shore leave. Yeah. You know, throw some oranges on so they don't get scurvy. <laughs> they don't really need to get on the shore. They just need to pass by the quayside and we'll just throw a box of oranges on. How would one get... Isn't scurvy from like... Vitamin C deficiency. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, and they get cuts and bruises and stuff. And they just don't have... And you just end up going sort of mouldy. <laughs> Is that still an issue? I guess it must be. Yeah, yeah, you can still get scurvy. It's hard, but you can still get scurvy. <laughs> if you just stop taking vitamin C, I'm pretty sure you can... Yeah. I feel like it's a YouTube challenge video. Sam I'm going to try and get scurvy. <laughs> I'm not drinking any vitamin C. I've, I've removed all vitamin C from I the diet. I am only eating starch. Yep, I'm literally just going to eat starch for a month <laughs> and see if I get scurvy. <laughs> Been exciting I'm, this match. I'm sure Logan Paul's done it. <laughs> or bloody um, Mr. Beast. <laughs> we get 400 kids scurvy. They want to be pirates so bad. <laughs> and then they all got a thousand dollars. Thanks, Mr. Beast. In oranges. <laughs> In orange. Eat them quick so you don't quite die. Oh, I reckon a counter. No! Wowzers! Beautiful. Conan retains. Yeah, he is the but Mexican champion. But hell of a performance there for Hoovy. Did he come out with the Mexico Heavyweight Championship? I don't know if he had it. Yeah. Are they going to give him it? Oh, no, he's talking no, to the no, camera. No, he's talking to the camera. Oh, guns. Oh, that's it. Mexican gang attitude. Mike, Mike Tanay, who we saw for the first time in years at Bound for Glory the other week. Yes. He looked great. He did. And he sounded exactly the same. Was he still talking about Mexican gang attitudes? Sadly not in his, in his Hall of Fame speech. He didn't talk about Mexican gang attitudes. I don't like how much the world's changing. No. 
Can't put wrestlers adrift. <laughs> can't, can't talk about Mexican gang attitude You can't anymore. force a wrestler to have scurvy. Yeah. God, was it Thatcher's Britain this is? <laughs> Thatcher's Britain gone mad. Yes. Woke, this woke country <laughs> that won't let me <laughs> set Thatcher adrift. Why, like, why can't we just leave them adrift? Why have they got to come back to port? Let's get a helicopter to drop in some stuff. Occasionally... We'll tell them that at the top of a pole, or we'll hang from a helicopter on a hoop, like a letter from one of their family. <laughs> but you don't know which one it is. So, it when so like, if it say stings in the ring, and he's like, "God damn, I hope that letter's for me," and they all wrestle for it, and then like Jericho gets up there and gets it, and it's a letter for Sting's family. He can just tear it up in front of him, throw oh. it in the sea. Yeah, heat, real heat, genuine heat. Or how about this for a twist? It's yeah. a letter from Sting's family, but it's addressed to Chris Jericho. <laughs> We just want to talk to Chris. <laughs> I'm toying with the idea of giving them an outboard motor, just a little one. Okay. Because it'll do nothing. <laughs> so what you want to do is give them false hope. Yeah. I mean, you did ask how you could make it more depressing. <laughs> yeah. And I think adding false hope would we certainly do We give them a slightly broken one that's fairly easy to repair and the tools to do it. And they get all excited and then it just doesn't work. Ah. Yeah. Something like that. Kill some time, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, um, they've got to wrestle while doing it. What did uh, Dave Meltzer give Conan versus Hooventude? I'm going to say it's got to be near a four. Three and three quarters? Yeah, I was going to say it was really nice, that mm. match. They were very, yeah, he was uh, very impressed with it. It's that both men got tired near the end. Nice. I didn't think they got tired. No, I, I think it's... Given how hard they were going, especially Hoovy going over the, uh, you know, all the springboard and stuff off the ropes. Yeah. They they looked a little bit tired, but I don't, wouldn't say it was the point where it's audib like audibly you can hear they're knackered and visibly yeah. you can see they're knackered. They didn't look like blown up completely. Anyway, we are currently 54, okay, 55, 54 minutes and 58, 59, 55 minutes exactly. One, and it's the two, Battle three, of the Chris's. 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 A classic between Chris Jericho and Chris Benoit. Benoit. Maybe their first on pay per view. Possibly. Unless they had one in ECW. I don't think. I don't know. I don't think they wrestled in ECW. But they've had some bangers over think. the years. I think by the time Jericho went to ECW, was Benoit not already here? Ah, very likely. He may have already been here. You're correct. Because he, he Jericho's not long debuted in. WCW. Yeah, so he's um he what he came it was Mexico, Japan, Smoky Mountain, ECW, WCW. Right. So they may have they may have not crossed streams until tonight. No, but I think they they I think they've worked together in Japan. Mm. I don't think they've worked together in WCW, like on pay per view. It was always interesting with these two how like their their careers did they kind of mirrored so each other yeah yeah and they always and it was always a testament to them where they ended up doing their kind of match in whichever promotion they were in yeah like that style followed them wherever they went yeah like like their match their ladder match at Royal Rumble 2001 sticks out as a particular oh god yeah classic yeah where they absolutely went for it and so it's like nice to see the embryonic stages of such a thing course, the horsemen are tonight in the War Games match. Benoit got booted for turncoat Steng yes. and leg. And he's kind of very angry about the whole Sting situation now. So could he be pulling double duty? Oh, oh. I hadn't even thought of that. 
I would have, but it would have been interesting little twists. So, when it comes to the boat, the the the, the ship. Don't say boat. Don't Sorry, say it's not ship. a boat, is it? It's a ring. It's a it's, ring it's adrift. It's an aquatic drifting ring. An aquatic... TM. <laughs> aquatic drifting patent, ring. Patent pending. Okay. Um, <laughs> would you ever consider enhancing that and maybe doing something underwater? I think we don't tell them that there's a whole, like, chamber underneath with bedrooms and stuff in it. Right. They find that out later. Do you tell, yeah, tell them, like, maybe the night before. Maybe we have Warrior uh, debut. Like, obviously, it's got to be set in the 90s because we can't, Mm. unfortunately, now have Warrior debut. But, like, that Trapdoor Warrior-style debut, you have somebody come out of a trapdoor, and then they've actually been in this swanky living room with, like, an 85-inch TV and, like, unlimited food, and and he's just been sitting there the entire time. (laughs) But you do that right at the end as they're, like, as as they see land. He he just comes out and wins. Because <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah. he's just been... Have they ever held a match underwater? I don't mean like... Well, DDT does the, the water park shows. Yes, they yeah. do. So that's the closest that we've come. Oh, uh, oh my God. That looked like a bad landing. Fucking cannonball. Oh. Just hoid his body out in there. Jeepers. Yeah. I mean like in a submarine. Have we ever had a wrestling match? Maybe we tie a submarine to the bottom of the ring <laughs> and we have its own match going on in there. And that's like, uh, we call it canned heat, <laughs> right? Because they're all stuck in there. But again, there's only so many provisions. So they've got to start kind of working stuff out. And then whenever somebody's eliminated, they've got to be shot out, like, out of the torpedo chambers. Ah. So you've got to wrestle somebody into the torpedo tube and then just fire them out. Just shoot them away. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I see. We thought this through. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of a wrestling. Like, I the one thing that I'm sad that we never got during the pandemic. Yeah, was there was speculation that WWE were going to hold SummerSlam on a beach. It'd be nice. That'd be cool. I mean, they could do it somewhere like Rio, where it's massive. Yeah, like you'd need a really big beach. You could socially distance. Yeah. But I thought it'd be because when WCW did Bash at the Beach, it was always a very yeah, I liked very it, cool right? spectacle. The aesthetics of it was always <laughs> yeah. very nice. So it's sort of like I miss that, and I, I kind of want them to start doing more wacky shows. I guess like that. I like promotions that just try and do things a little bit differently. Yeah, I think there's there's you know there's something we said for sort of just following on standard route and doing everything that way. But I think when you start branching out doing weirder shows, it's always like the best in it. It really is. I think it makes a difference because everything else is always everything's always in a in a venue. Yeah, and it makes Why it stand out. Like even venue? when we had a company recently run the Mall of America again, like I just love yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that was fun, wasn't yeah. it? It was. Uh, I think they did a couple of shows at the Mall of America. There's been a few now, I think. You could run a promotion in the northeast of England, and yep. you had to go and do it in a bespoke location, and it couldn't be at sea. I do it in the, uh, the oh, the emergency tunnels. Oh, nice. Yeah. The Victorian tunnels. Yeah. Nice. There's got to be a chamber in there big enough. Yeah, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? And then you could just have it down there. But you just tell people, like, you could find your own way. In, and it becomes this big mystery event. Ooh. Or you don't tell them where it is until, like, an hour before. But it's like, be in this general area, like Secret Cinema. Ooh. And then it's like, right, okay, if you be at this bar, you'll be nearby. But... All right, follow us. Here we go. 
Did you see the wrestling company a few years ago that did a show in a cave? Yes, I did. And DDT, I think, have just done one or a, another promotion have just done a show in a cave as well. Nice. Uh, which, I, I, yeah, more cave wrestling. Cave wrestling. Cave wrestling. But I like the Victorian Tunnels one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you find your way through the tunnels and your surprises. A wrestling show. Try like Swan Hunter. Just do it in a big dry dock. Ooh. <laughs> As the tide's high on the other side of that <laughs> thin piece of no, metal. No, you're doing it again! <laughs> Stop trying to make aquatic wrestling happen. Wet and wild. You know, you could do it there. Is that the show? You <laughs> could do it. The show was going to be cool. <laughs> you could do it at, um, at like Dalton Park. Yeah. Do some wrestling. Get some cotton traders. <laughs> <laughs> Dalton Park. Dalton Park. Dalton Park. <laughs> Although, uh, also in uh, Penshaw Monument. That'd be pretty cool. In yeah, in the monument itself. I don't think you could do it because it's a it's a monument, so I don't think you'd be able to do it. But It'd be listed so inside it would be class. Inside what looks like a giant Greek temple. Oh, that'd be good. Mm. In a Colosseum type thing. Yeah, Saint James's Park. I, show cap of a thousand. I'm surprised we've never run a wrestling show at Saint James's Park. Not not we, but like anyone, because yeah, seems like it'd be good fun. We'll just have to demand Maybe it. Maybe North. Maybe that's what North's going to do. Demand it. Looks Could you imagine if North ran St. James's Park? <laughs> It'd be unreal. Powers. <laughs> that's where we're going. St. James's Park. It's either that or we go out to sea. <laughs> and I'm all in on the sea idea. Can we not have something in between those two? St. James's Park and wild. the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Think of the talent you could book if you had St. James's Park. Oh, yeah. Because you, you could really but bring it's a not name like or two. Code, you'd have to book people like Goldberg. You'd have to book like household names because you need to Gene Money many versus Goldberg. <laughs> yes! Fucking A! Come on! Because it's like what? It's, it's, it's a bit smaller than uh, what? AW had, was it 74,000 in the end? Yeah. I think St. James's has got like 55,000 ah, seats easy. in the stands, but you can probably fit about another 10 on the pitch. Easy. So 65. Yeah. Yeah. North tends to get 300 in. I know. 300 to 65. But if they all tell a mate, and they all tell a mate. We'll do buy one, get one, three seconds. And then the fourth mate is made to tell five other people. You've got to tell that. Like, they they have the crap job. But you just get as many people along as possible. Buy four. Buy one, get four free. (laughs) Pack it out. I wonder how much it would cost to rent St. James's. Because, like, it's got to be a lot to get that. Like rented with all the security Ooh, staff and yeah. everything else. That's why I'm thinking C. No security, <laughs> sign waivers, everything's fine. Get a helicopter. That's all you really need. What would you have a helicopter for? Oh, a couple of drones. I mean, drones. They, they could probably swat a drone out the sky and try to rebel. Oh, uh, I see. But a helicopter, they can't, especially if you've got an armed guard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Just so we're not reading between the lines on this, right? Sam won't put up the money <laughs> for a, for the Coast Guard or security, yeah. right? But you will put up the money for armed guards. Well, he's technically security. He's looking after <laughs> the interests of the promotion. Not security to save their life, but to make sure they Security keep, for the promotion, yeah. Make sure they don't quote-unquote rebel. <laughs> I'm not saying it's real ammo, you know. They don't oh, know okay. that. Bit of tear gas. <laughs> You know, if it gets out of hand. <laughs> We're not having the Coast Guard. But yeah, armed officers. So Occasionally make sure just they fly by wrestling. and like shake supplements and go like, oh, you want some? 
And then if they but if they keep wrestling, you get, like, there's there's your way. There's your protein powder. <laughs> Just gonna talk. You're hiring people to taunt them <laughs> as they go through this traumatic only, experience. Only, only if they don't want to play ball with the match. <laughs> Play, come on, lads, wrestle. I've got some supplements. Either that or we'll shoot you. You might get a letter from home. <laughs> you might get you a might. letter from home. Or you might not. You There's are going to have to climb a ladder to retrieve it from a helicopter dangling it down in the middle of the sea as the ship's going up and down. So Sting, good luck. Sting wins. He gets a letter from his home and it's his fucking council tax bill. <laughs> Do we have a net around the outside? Do we have a net, kind of like a catamaran would? Or do we just have just un- unprotected sides? People well, just go straight in the ocean. I, I think I know, based on how you've described this endeavor, yeah. where your heart is. And I think no netting at all. I see, I was thinking netting would be quite nice, because it adds to the drama. But then they might be able to use the netting as a form of... <laughs> to rebel. I don't know, like they could maybe knit it together and make a slightly usable sail. <laughs> so we have to make a like metal netting. Uh, just, Heaven just, forbid they use anything like to try fence. and get themselves out of this awful situation. They've got an oar. <laughs> They've got an outboard motor they doesn't know doesn't work. Don't give them any more hope. Or maybe, because your thing is like give them hope, have the nets, yeah. but then just let them like let them build the the sail and then in the middle of the night just cut it to pieces. <laughs> no. Shred that would it. be too cruel. It. We leave it to a public vote. It's it's gonna be on our EV. Do we too. shred it? Yes, very yes. <laughs> Do we replace the string with just 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 like pepperoni? With seagull food. Is it just gonna should we switch it off for slim jims? <laughs> so they wake up and it's just a slim jim <laughs> sale. Sale. It tastes delicious. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's being eaten by all of the seagulls. We should get some slim jims in for Halloween, have we? We should. I was. That's, that's. We should. Can you get them in this country? I'm gonna have a look on Amazon. Yes. Because I want to. Because we should just eat Slim Jims all the time. <laughs> just, just I just want to eat one like Kevin Green. I just want to be like. <laughs> I would just pretend to. Uh, it's offered me different types of beef jerky, but not Slim Jims. Send us some Slim Jims, American listeners. Oh no, don't because we said we said Send this is a joke. Us Slim Jims. Send us Slim Jims. We said and this is a joke snack. for Chef Boy RD, and we got four tins of the fuckers. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, it's extra true. stuffed. <laughs> that ravioli's fit to fucking burst, Tom. <laughs> it's really not. Hang on, uh, Slim Jims in the UK. <laughs> I've got oh, lots of different biltong. Uh, the American candy store. Slim Jim Nacho Smoked Snack, one thirty nine. Tombstone of his own. Oh, has he done it? They went one, two, three. They went tombstone to tombstone, but Jericho's decided he's not going to go for the pin. Oh, here we go. Hey, you bloody silly Billy! Oh, he's leveled him. Oh, there we go. Massive lariat. Oh. I can get a pack of I can get a pack of Slim Jims. Oh, nice! I bet it's like fifty. Also, oh, snack on the go. There's a skateboard in there. We should try and recreate that image <laughs> when we arrive. Keto friendly. <laughs> Apparently, I bet it's like fifty quid. Let's have a look. Seventeen twenty-five. It's bad. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Oh wait, no, that's the um. 
No, that's no, that's for the for Jack Link's beef jerky. <laughs> that's for a single Slim Jim. <laughs> no, show me how to buy Slim Jims in the UK. Slime Jimes. Slim James's. Slender James. <laughs> that's what they called here. I'd like some Slim James. I would like to snap into a Slender James. Pepper Army Wide Boy is the UK version of a Slim Jim. I'm not having that. No, we want Slim Jims. I want the branding. If you can help us with where we can get Slim Jims in the UK. Or if you can just it. send us Slim Jims, the address for the office is in, uh, it's on the website. Yeah. Just send it in courtesy of the classic Nitro review so we know where it's going. You always say courtesy of? I thought it meant care of. It probably means both. Maybe both. Maybe that's what we're wrestling for at sea. <laughs> Whether we say courtesy of or care of. Yeah. There's a briefcase, but they don't know that what's inside it is either just a piece of oh. paper with care of or courtesy of written on it. They think it's a million pounds. But they think it's just care of. Benoit won, by the way. Yes, he did. <laughs> uh, what did Dave give that match? It was very nice. It was very technical. I'm going to say four and a half. Four. Four. Uh, yet another excellent match, says Dave Meltzer. This had two negatives. The first, the crowd that was 100% for Benoit and wasn't going to cheer for anything Jericho did. And the two had obviously worked out a match design for Jericho and the baby, who the babyface was to get crowd pops. So from a crowd reaction standpoint, they didn't do the match for the live crowd. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know how much you can mark a match down for the crowd not getting into it. Yeah, well, they, they they got into it, but <clears throat> they they planned a match meticulously in the yeah. way that Jericho would get the babyface reaction, and yeah. when he didn't, they didn't pivot. Right. If you see what I mean, probably because they wanted to keep their jobs. <laughs> yeah, more than like <laughs> Dave. <laughs> yeah, Just get Dave. back there, and it's like you've switched. What the fuck, guys? <laughs> what are we gonna do now? I think where there's been times in the history where that's happened, where they've just kind of. Hogan Felt Rock the is like the most famous one, yeah. right? Where they've just gone, ah, we'll we'll uh, we'll mix it up, we'll switch it up. I remember a tag match in North Wrestling, sorry, and it was um, the Sons of Ulaid yes. versus Chuck Mambo and Pasta Believer, <laughs> um, and it was meant to be Chuck and Bill as the baby faces. Yeah, but the crowd. Didn't want to cheer them. Oh yeah, they I think I was there for that. It was a, we just we just all cheered Sons of Ulaid. Yeah, yeah, and it was just like and it just. I, I, I think they pivoted <laughs> somewhat because they went. They just want the Sons of Ulaid to win. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were expecting them to be so popular by this point. Yeah, and they were. Oh, they were just like unstoppable team in terms of crowd response. Yes. Here comes Ray Ray. Oh, he looks so small here. Dean, I'm looking for you, says Ray. We will be out there. He's in the shark cage off the side of the ring in the water. <laughs> Are we incorporating a shark cage into the match at sea? You may as well. With sharks in? Do we put the sharks in the cage? Is there maybe like a penalty box type thing where you get into a shark cage and go underwater? The, the problem is there's no um, the, there's no like scuba gear because we don't want them escaping. So That's true. Whoever's in there is going to have to hold their breath for 10 minutes. But if they can do it, they survive. They get back in. <laughs> <laughs> then they're allowed in. <laughs> and only then are they allowed in. Super Calo! I like Super Calo's look. Because he's super cool and a rap group made him look even cooler. I believe you told me last week. Yes. Was it a rap group came up with his aesthetics and his gimmick? Incorrect. Incorrect? No, correct. 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 
it was, uh, it was, it was, uh, and it must have been, it threw me yeah. because I, when I watched it the other week, I went, why is he wrestling with his sunglasses on? That's brave. Mm. And I realized they were part of his mask because <laughs> I'm an idiot. If you're watching with us, one hour, 12 minutes and 51, 52, 53, 54, 55. This is about five or eight as well, if you're watching at home. Lovely. So we are zipping through it. Would you like a drink? I'm going to go and have a drink. Oh, yes. Could I get an iron brew, please? Iron brew? Yes, you can. Just talk amongst yourself. I will do. It's interesting to sit here and watch Ray, like, at such a young age. But at the same time, like, I kind of want Super Calo to win. Because... I mean, look at him. He's got fun glasses and a silver face. But five of eight, it's kind of been a bit of a breeze so far in terms of, I'm going to have a look what rest, what, what else is left on the card other than War Games. War Games is, of course, going to be like a massive slog. So we've got, okay, we've got Harlem Heat. We've got the Giant. And then there we go into the main event from there. So... It's going to start getting lengthier, I think. Probably next one's going to go a while because it's uh, Harlem Heat versus the Nasty Boys. So it'll either turn into a massive slog or it's going to just basically kind of just be quick and brawly and crap. So one of two. I think we had Tom on the other side of the wall. He's left the door open. I'm going to go take care of it. <sighs> Sorry for being kind of quiet and dour today, guys. I just found out like my, uh, my family cat was hit by a car last night. So I'm trying not to bring it up. Tom, when you leave, close the bloody door. Close the door. Be closed? Good lad. But yes, my family cat passed away last night, so that's why I was kind of just sat here going, oh yeah, Ray, Super Calo, don't ever leave again. Don't ever leave again. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I can't do solo talking. I don't know what to do. I never know what to do. You do on streams on a Thursday? I do on streams, but I'm talking bollocks about shite then. If in doubt, what I do if plug I'm left the, on my plug own. the Patreon, but I forgot to do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my brain just went straight to dead cat oh, and I was no. like oh great yeah. shit yeah that was horrible well, I'm so sorry that was yeah. horrible news last night yeah it's shit but back to the wrestling Pablo came and gave you some fuss mm. bless him it's like he knew he did mm. bless him and Cooper was uh, Cooper was proper up on my lap as soon as I got in as well Oh, his birthday today so I need to uh, get him a treat where are you going to get him I don't know He's sort of eaten through the snake he's got at the minute. He's got like a big snake full of uh, catnip. Cool. But he's kind of chewed through it to the point where I've had to take the bell out at the end of it because I think he's going to like try and chew the bell out <laughs> and it's going to be stuck in his mouth or whatever. So I've had to, all that's left is just this massive amount of uh, catnip just hanging out the end of it. <laughs> but yeah, sorry guys. I just sort of went into like space there for like a minute. I was just like, uh... You're all good. <laughs> Do you need a moment? No, I'm good. I'm can, good. You're all good? Yeah. I just wanted to, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Apologies. Never apologize for being a human being. I enjoy, uh, and Cooper, does Cooper one for when he gets the catnip on? Like, he goes into that lovely 
translates. Yeah, he goes ape shit. <laughs> like he just he just goes into like proper like other dimension. You know, because like he'll he'll just have his mouth open. You know, when he's been at the catnip, he'll just mm. be like, yeah, like proper mouth spaced. just flopped open. <laughs> the one thing we tried, we were told to try, was put on a baby sensory video on YouTube. Yes. And watch what your cat does. And we did it for Pablo. And it was like Pablo was was on another plane. Yeah. Like he was just watching. Like, I've got to be careful. I might do it on the other TV because I've just got a new telly. Mm. And I'm scared of him just coming up and going, swipe oh. along the screen with his claws because he's, he's a little bastard with his claws. We've done, he's, Pablo's has done that with Cat TV. Yeah. Because there's a certain episode of Cat TV he likes where a big pigeon lands on the, yeah. on the branch. And he'll jump on the TV and he will go for him, but not with his claws. Yeah. I think he knows not to. Not to scratch. Telly. Yeah, it's a good lad. Cooper wouldn't. Cooper yeah. would just fuck the telly. Uh, but if you get, uh, if you've got an iPad, you can get the apps as well, mm. uh, where it's just sort of like they just scratch at a mouse. Oh it's yeah, we got one of them. Yeah, he just like. But then what Pablo did with ours when we we got him that app, so it's like it's like it puts a little pond on, you know, and then once the wrestling ring floats past, you can see the fish appearing on the screen. So yeah. he swats at them. But then after a while, he realizes I'm not getting these. And he starts lifting up the iPad. Yeah. <laughs> like, kind of going underneath it, going, where are the fish? Uh, Cooper's Dad. really good with, he, he really likes, um, like, ribbons and stuff. So, like, if there's any any form of ribbon or, like, a ribbon hanging out the center of a book, mm. like, like a chapter marker ribbon, uh, even if you tuck it underneath, he'll just lift it up until the ribbon comes out, and he'll proceed to just chew it and drag the book along. <laughs> then it's like, <laughs> <stop>. <laughs> We watched the one evening where... Pablo was playing with a bit of string that had come off some packaging. Yeah. And he was having a lovely time with it. And Alex is like, I feel really sad because, like, why is he just playing with string? I was like, he's got toys. He just doesn't <laughs> like them. Like, we, there's a whole, like, under his under the cat tree, there's, like, yeah. four or five different toys. He doesn't like them. This bit of string. Fucking love well, that's bit of string. Same. Like, if, I, if I'm cutting paper or I do anything as, like, a small ribbon of paper or anything, he'll just be straight all over it. Ah, oh, I love a bit Little of paper. Bit of paper. This hasn't been quite as, um... Explosive as I thought it was going to be. No. Ray's just kind of getting a little bit brutalized at the minute. But I, I thought this was going to be a little bit more kind of like the Hoovy match. A bit more high octane. Yeah, just a little bit more. Like, it doesn't really feel like there's much stake here, even though it's for the Cruiserweight title. For a championship. But you're right. It doesn't feel uh, as impactful yeah. as we thought it might be. I don't know whether Super Calo maybe is. I mean, obviously, he's quick. Mm. I don't think he's as quick. No, he's just cool. He's cool. He's yeah. super cool. He's super cool. Is his... that a Kangol he's wearing backwards? Very likely. This is 1996. Yeah. yeah. So he's extra cool. And you've got to know that hat's definitely sewed in. <laughs> oh, it, might, I, <laughs> it could be. I've never seen it come off. The only other wrestler to wear a Kangol cap like that is Triple H. Ah, I don't know. There was a fair few. Stephanie had one. Okay, Stephanie. had one. Uh, I'm fairly sure I've seen the Acolytes, or at least one member of the Acolytes in one. Test, I think, used one at one point. Uh, I'm maybe. sure I'm sure there were a fair few people using Kangol's. Classic at Cultaholic.com for your favorite wrestler in a Kangol hat. Yeah. And we'll put him we'll put him on a ship adrift at sea. <laughs> I knew you fucking put him on a fucking ship. Thank God at least one of them is dead and doesn't worry about it without being tested. <laughs> Even still. But we'll put him on a ship anyway. He'll be there in spirit. Well, Andrew Martin. Just a cardboard cutout. We can get a life-size cardboard cutout at test. Whoa! Oh. That was good. It was good. Nice bit of height to that. Ray just dropping like an absolute sack of potatoes. Mm. 
Did I tell you that um, my mum and dad and my brother came to the last night of the Impact Tour? Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah, so they came to the, Co- the last night in Coventry. Yeah. And it's the first time they've been to see me do a wrestling show since 2009, right. I think it was. So I was like, get to you know, come and see the silliness that I do. And uh, love to my dad, who every time I got in the ring to do anything, he stood up and went, boo, get off, <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> Cheers, Dan. <laughs> You should have been a banker. (laughs) What happened to being a doctor? You broke your mum's heart. (laughs) I do hope that footage versions of my dad just booing me. (laughs) Boo! Rubbish! Nice surfboard. (laughs) They enjoyed it. They said that they said we enjoyed the wrestling. More than we thought we would. Good. Like, it's hey. a good night out. I think it's a really good night out. For people that aren't really... People that don't really go to wrestling, I think it's it's worth taking them anyway because they always have a good time. Yeah. Like, it's very hard to not get into it once you're at a wrestling event. I think mum's takeaway was, like... Like, obviously, you see them, like, throw each other around, but when you're up close, like, you see them, like, really, really hit each other. Yeah. Like, when they drop them on their heads and stuff, it's like, that looks horrible. I don't know. they how do they not hurt? How do they not hurt each other? They do. Sometimes they do. <laughs> they try not to, but yeah. sometimes they do. Still very. My little my little brother Mike, who was a, a big fan during like the Attitude Era, especially yeah. buzzing when Rhino came out. Of course. Oh my god! <laughs> he was he, little face lit up when Rhino and Eddie Edwards were having a street fight. We went mad when Rhino came out. Yeah, right, it was class. Rhino's great. Lovely man as well. Got a nice fist bump at the end of the tour from Rhino. Good, so I think good. I've, I think I've won over Rhino's. Nice. I've won Rhino over at least, so he's good. <laughs> but he's massive in real life. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're all beasts. They're was, all great It's the first time I ever and... got to see him wrestle, so like seeing him even that close from about 10 metres away was a bit like, fucking hell, he's huge. He's a fucking unit. Mm. Tell you what. Like, he's wide as he is tall. Like, he's, whoa, yeah. he's stacked. He's great. He's just like hench. Hench boy. Yeah. Great. And a real, like, conscience oh. backstage... Like I've like, like a real locker yeah. room leader. Oh, of course. Type. I mean, like his tenure in the business for sure. Yeah, mm. like he's he's a good guy to have on the scene. Yeah, definitely. You know, someone who's been there and done it all. He's like, yeah. But it's learning, like, and you know, and, and like everybody, like, and everybody was up. Every night of the tour when he wrestled, everybody was up for seeing him. Yeah, That's great. It's no surprise, really. Like. It's just super excitement. Like the show we saw, uh, I can't. I don't really want to give away what matches there were. I don't know if it was announced beforehand. Oh well, the matches were announced, so it's fine. Okay. Well, we had them teaming with Grado, and it was just it yeah. was glorious. You all right? Yeah, I just had something weird going on there with my with my lip, but it's sorted now. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so he came out as a as a tag partner for Grado. Yeah, was nice to see. Which you'll see on Friday night. They worked so well together. Like, yeah. they bounced off each other fantastically. They're a good team. They were just actually all night, they're all good matches. Will Ospreay mm. and Eddie Edwards is fantastic. Yeah. Wasn't sure what to expect from that one because I know that Will and Mike Bailey had had a banger. Yeah, but as expected, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you put Will and Mike Bailey together. I thought you're going to get a very different dynamic with Edwards. And we did. Mm. And I think that's that's sort of the for people that just kind of look at Will Ospreay and go, oh, it's, you know, it's just one sort of style. That's like no, like you just got to see him against many different types of uh, competitors, and you you can see that he's able to just adapt his style to work mm. with everybody. And the like, quite a lot of the fun is working out like 
exactly what he's going to do, what his approach is going to be. Eddie was fun on the last night. Um, yeah. Because uh, he said, uh, he said uh, I might give you some shit when I go out. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine, sir. And uh, so I announced it, like, from Boston, Massachusetts, Eddie Edwards. And then he comes over and he's pointing at me. He says, yeah. you announced me again. And he gets in my face, like, you announced me again as being from the greatest country in the world. And Mary's like, yeah. And you're like, he asked me to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He asked me to do this. So I do it. But then, but then, like, my dad, who's been booing me all night, is suddenly looking over and he's like, yeah. And I just had to plug. Oh. Your dad's pulling out some brass knuckles. <laughs> so my dad was like, I was going to come out and I was going to deck him. I was like, yes. <laughs> all in hand. It's all good. <laughs> what happened there? What was that? And then on the way home, mum was like, did you get one of the announcements wrong? I said, well, I don't think I did. She said, no, there was one, I'm sure, where you 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 did the wrong place and they came out and told you off. <laughs> like, oh, that was Eddie. <laughs> yeah, did you get that wrong? I was like, well. Imagine. I, in Eddie's eyes, I did. It's like, can I, can I sort of mess with you a bit and do this again and we'll do this bit? And you were just like, absolutely not. And then you just turned <laughs> around and walked <laughs> off. Can you imagine, like, if somebody out there did that, it would be so, like, ah. It'd be hilarious, Oh, it? it'd be awful. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a great honour, the fact that Eddie went. Yeah, oh, hell can I, yeah. Can I fuck with you on the last night? I was like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> There's a lot of moments, and, and anybody that has, like, a bit of a, uh, not an identity crisis, uh, imposter syndrome type thing going on. Yeah. There's a lot of moments where you just go, well, if I was shit, they wouldn't do that. So yeah, well that's it, right? <laughs> if I thought I was crap, they just let me crack on. <laughs> if I thought I was crap, they wouldn't talk to me. But they wouldn't go out of their way to talk to me. So it's all right, I think. Yeah. <laughs> don't let that voice win. No, no, not at all. It's just rich coming from me, but don't let that voice uh, win. It's a very common thing in our realm. Yeah. Imposter syndrome. Yeah. It all seems so wildly impossible. Oh my god. Oh. Obviously, sometimes there can there can be mitigating factors that bring you somewhere, but then it's mm. it's the, the the good that you do is what keeps you there. Yeah, I think for me, I, I've got a, a bit of a chronic fear of sharing like my actual personal work. Mm. Like I, I have a hard time sharing um, personal projects because it's just like I know I can do what we do, but it's like, hey, if I want to do something that's maybe a little bit more serious or a little bit more dramatic or like whatever, um, then it's like, well, fuck, like. If I've poured everything into this and I've worked as hard as I can, what if it's still shit? And like, what if my skills aren't good? And what if I'm, and you just, you go down that rabbit hole, man. And you never have to worry about answering those questions if people never see it. Yeah, and that's <laughs> it. So you end up in this like little, little sort of loop and it's not healthy. No. Like, not healthy at all. So I've got to like, just get my shit together, man. It'd be good for you to to show the world a bit more of you that isn't here. Yeah, it's it's also quite a lot about finding the time to make half of the shit. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> I mean, one thing the lockdown gave me was quite a lot of time. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, look at Ronald Mysterious. Oh, oh nice. nice. Banger of a finish. Fantastic finish there. Great stuff. I reckon he's going to go on to be a pretty big deal, this Ray Mysterio Jr. And his son will be a dickhead. <laughs> it's not his kid, don't worry. Oh, that's true, actually. It's not, is it? Ray's a cock. <laughs> <laughs> Boyakuk. Boyakuk. Ray's a cock. Where are you? Oh. It might be in Japan. It might be in Mexico. It might be somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> they didn't say it was in the ocean. <laughs> 
Stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> what did um what did Dave give Ronald and Callow? See, it heated up toward the end nicely, yeah, right? It, it cooled it in was, the middle. It was kind of whenever Callow was in charge, it was a bit brawly, it was a bit aggressive, it was all just about tearing Ray apart. But I think that sort of worked to its detriment a little bit. I'm gonna say three and three quarters? Four stars. Four stars. Nice. Uh, even though Callow put an incredible performance in, nobody knew who he was. Mm. They didn't react to anything except an occasional, occasionally for a big move. The match Little ended. Did they know it is Lou Thez. <laughs> <laughs> the match ended with what Dave says is one of the best finishing moves ever. Yeah, but so, I mean, so for Dave that, that's it. like so inventive, like mm. unbelievably inventive. Here we go. As I said before, when sort I was of struggling inventive. for things to talk about, we got the Nasty Boys against Harlem Heat next. Oh, that's some foreshadowing. Talking of inventive, get ready for some inventive <laughs> this, fucking brawling. This match is going to go one of two ways. It's either going to go... Shit or really shit. It's either going to be a straightforward match with Harlem Heat getting some a, a impressive offense in, or it's going to devolve into a brawl really quickly and have a bullshit ending. And I think we know where this one might go. It'll either be shit with Harlem Heat getting some good stuff in, or mm. shit with Booker T getting some good stuff in. Yeah. <laughs> Depends if Stevie Ray's put his shoes on. Oh, Super Carlo again. <laughs> Backyard brawling, that's the best way to put it. This is gonna that's be That's pretty much what it's gonna be. Messy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's pulling those ropes apart? I don't know. Maybe it's automated. Maybe it's AI. Oh, in ninety six? Yeah. Maybe that's where it started. It started uh, off opening curtains and now it can make your videos and stuff. I was listening today to Johnny Cash singing Taylor Swift's blank space. Thanks to AI. It's, it's, it's getting scary, man. It's terrifying. I just don't... I want it to kind of go away now. Mm. I, I'm all for using it as a tool, but I, I just want it to go away now. We're getting to the point where it's just... It's being used in, like, news reports and just fake images are getting shown and it's like... Eh. It's a case of... Like, we don't quite know yet where on the curve we are. We're doomed. <laughs> like, we're, we're fucked. Like, we're heading toward either Judge Dredd or Terminator. That's the universe. Which would you prefer... Judge Dread, because at least you can buy shit. And at least there's some sort of legal proceedings. In yeah, place. and you, you know, you just got to kind of stay on the right side of the law, no matter how ridiculous the law is. Whereas Terminator, you're just going to get zapped. Yeah, I like to think that I'll, I'll go with Judge Dread as well. Because, yeah. like, you know, as long as I've got like a TV with like a million things to watch, yeah. I'll stay on the right side of the law. Yeah, get some of the rubber spray spray on your feet and have a big bounce around. There you go. I'm happy. And then, that. you know, we'll start off in 70s Dread universe and it'll all be lovely. And then we'll end up in like 80s dread and then it'll start just people will just be getting shot in the face. But, you know, then we'll kind of balance out to modern dread. And sort of bit, Where bit we'll live in a big tube. Yeah. <laughs> Insectors of a big tube. Although we do recycle bodies in the dread universe. That's true. Mm. I did think the other day that's that big tube that they all live in, in yeah. Judge Dredd. Is that not kind of what they're doing in the Middle East with the line. That line is going to be a fucking ecological disaster waiting to happen. I, I, really? I don't understand how you can build like a 12 mile long fucking city in the driest place on earth and expect nothing to go wrong. Yeah. Or for it to become some weird feudal strange like <laughs> society. I, I don't like it just looks like it's it's like a disaster waiting to happen. Like, I, it's interesting. It looks beautiful, yeah. but it's like, I don't know, man. It's a bit like, ooh. bit nervous about it. Yeah, it's going to turn like a mega city. <laughs> but they said there could be people cut off from the rest of the world. Just yeah. Living in this mega city and, they could... and they all have a uniform. They're like, everybody gets to wear this silver jumpsuit. I don't want to wear it. You're wearing it. 
What if you did something like the line? Yeah. But you pretended it was 1996. Bit like I've already we, said what we this. planned. I said carve up the country into counties. <laughs> we get a cool era, and somewhere shit like London gets 40s. Just let them get bombarded all day. But like we get a cool safe time, like 1996. Mm. They get 1942. It's what London gets. And you just live in that. Boris's house especially gets like all of the war years at once, entirely <laughs> located <laughs> on his house. Endlessly. Yeah, endlessly. In a loop. <laughs> but there's something interesting in that, in like having a city where it is removed from all society and it yeah. just has its own, not just only its own ecostructure, but own, its own like cultural structures and parameters. Is is, so when they come to like, quote unquote, the rest of the world, like it's they have there's a there's an adjustment period because it's so different to the world that they Plus, know. What if it's shit, right? But you spent millions to live there. You got to pretend it's good. Yeah. So you got to be like it's great, and you're basically living on a vault from Fallout. Because if you go outside, you're just gonna melt. Because it's too yeah. You yeah. God. So like the politics of that, and like it's it, the town council are gonna rule everything. Oh jeez. Was it you don't like it? Leave. Yeah. Get in, the, get in the desert. See you later. Go get us a Garden of Eden creation that'd kit. A, oh, they don't exist. That'd be a good punishment, though. If someone's a real dick, you go, right, you're cast out from the city. Off you go into the desert. That's just death. Yeah. <laughs> I'll like tell you what be good. The death sentence, says Tom. <laughs> you robbed. I stole a loaf of bread. Get in the desert. <laughs> at least with me, I'd put them in a wrestling match at sea. <laughs> you know? No, but I mean, for like the real wrongans of society, you're yeah. like cast out. Yeah. Into the, I mean, obviously, if you go in the desert and you survive, mm-hmm. then hey, you've earned your survival. But if you don't, yeah, then you don't. I suppose that used to happen back in the day where you'd be like, you've been ostracized from our yeah, you get town. exiled. You get exiled like, from happened town. to Napoleon twice. Didn't yeah, it? he did. Yeah. yeah, he got exiled. And uh, and Stalin went to Siberia. Yeah, and then he came back and ruined everything he came back and I was really happy with a wonderful wife and then she died of an illness and, and then he went tapped. he went yeah. mental I've been listening to a lot of real dictators again mm. so I'm on the Stalin story um, which Aiden from coldhoid.com describes as one of the more boring dictators <laughs> I'm like I don't know I no, think he's Stalin's fascinating man I think he's quite very fascinating I think Kim Jong Un's my my most like the Kim Dynasty is my most fascinating yeah. uh, dynasty that I like to sort of read up on. Um, and Russia until it got depression, they're like depressing. You read much into Genghis Khan? Uh, not really my thing. No. Nah. Like I I I like Soviet era stuff, uh, and I like the idea of um, like the communist states and the former communist bloc and everything. So that's why I'm especially North Korea. I'm like obsessed with just the history of it and how it works and how their political system works mm. and how it's secretly funded through different bureaus and offices and uh, the printing of money, the, like, all that kind of stuff they do. It's like, they have like a whole counterfeit um, ecosystem that's like keeping them afloat. Mm. It's weird. That system just, yeah. Yeah. Intriguing to see how deep in the depths go. Yeah. Why couldn't you have a wrestling show in an aquarium? I mean, you could. Under like a big aquarium. If there's like an aquarium with like a, a huge enough hall. Oh, I see. Like so the fish, fish are above, above you. you. Yeah. All you need is Leon Slater to fucking jump too high. <laughs> We're all dead. Leon Slater killed 400 fish today. 
for being too bloody good. <laughs> oh, Sherry's up. I'm eternally grateful for Leon Slater and his. Sherry's got a riding gear on. I've I just noticed. I know this is the riding yeah. gear that uh, the, the 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 Colonel gave her. Yeah. So she's gonna go live on the farm with the Colonel. Yeah, what no, was no, the no, name no, of the no. horse again? Um. Oh. Oh. John Henry. Right. That's it. Old John Henry. Oh, you're going to ride old John? ride old John well, Henry. we hope it was a horse. <laughs> you're going to ride old John Henry. Which <laughs> is a horrible thought if it's not a horse. <laughs> Colonel Rob Parker. No, 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 no. Dabs his face a little white cloth, bless him. What an interesting throwback. What if in the line... Like, yeah. No one dies. They just recast. So like when like like an older person passes away, like John Smith dies, but then they just bring somebody in to play John. Someone Smith. Someone new comes in. I'd be interested in that. That's an interesting. They get yeah. planted with all their memories. No, no, no. You just throw them in there. Oh, you give them. You give them a crash course. Yeah. You give them like a dossier, but everybody knows because everybody knows when you die, you get replaced. So they're all just playing an act. So they have to carry. And on. that makes it even fucking weirder. And so they all just have to pretend that they're these people. So, but so then you'll, you'll, you know, it's like a 70s. Yeah, I like oh. that. It's grim. That's grim. So, suddenly you'll go see your nan and it'll be a different woman. You'll just have to pretend like, yeah, you got to pretend fine. it's her. And then, like, you know, if anything happens oh, to your mate, like, you've now got a different person, but you've got to still just pretend. And then, if you try and break character at all, sort of like Westworld, you'd be kind of pulled in behind the scenes and get, you know, you'll not be seen again. Oh, just get somebody else to man. play you. Actually, you know what? I enjoyed the Do you know who the mayor of that town would be? Colonel Parker. Fake Diesel and fake Kane. <laughs> well, sorry, sorry, fake Diesel together. and fake Razor Ramon. They'd be running it together. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you meant. <laughs> Dressed in like suits. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed the first series of Westworld. You mentioned it there. I've only ever seen the film. Uh, like I love the film because mm. it's just a staple of just ridiculous sci-fi horror, dystopian horror, day, like dystopian stuff. Uh, I saw one episode of the series and it's supposed to be really good, so I need to watch it. But like, I just never got around to it. I just like, I mean, I just like the idea. And you know, what? I we just dis- I discovered somewhere in London mm. that isn't like it's not like Westworld because that's really fucking dark. Yeah. Um, Alex sent me a link to it, and I really want to go. Mm. And it's cool. Let me find it on here. Um, I think she sent it me on here. It's going through like 300 messages that I sent Alex whilst I was. Oh. Oh. Nobs is, Nobs is off. Yeah. He was going after uh, Sherry and he got cut off. Colonel's getting the uh, stick in there. Oh, Sherry's back in the ring. Sags has got Sherry. Oh, whole lot of nothing. <laughs> We're now back in the ring with partners nothing. on the side. I got a whole lot of nothing. There are currently more Horseman shirts and NWO shirts in shot. Is there? Yeah. Well, it's really because they were telling you that like the um, NWO shirt was the highest selling, fastest selling shirt of all time. But maybe mm. here we are. Phantom Peak in London. Right. An immersive theme park. Okay. So basically, from what I can glean, is that you just, it's like a, you wander around this town 
and you have the phone, you have different missions and things to achieve within the town. And it's co- populated with actors. Can I give myself missions? Yeah, you can do what you like. So I can just role play? Yeah. So I can just kidnap five of the actors, barrel them in the back of a car and pretend we're going to rob a bank? I mean, you might get in trouble for that. At gunpoint. Think of it as part escape room, part immersive theatre, part real life video game. You'll meet mysterious strangers, uncover secret plots of rebellion and find out what exactly happened to the old mayor. <laughs> Coincidental accident or cold blimped murder? I'd just stand up and be like, he got killed, I did it. And then you go click, click. Now you're all going to do what I say. Get on that wrestling ring. <laughs> oh, not again. No, we can't do it again, Sam. We've just got back onto the mainland. Do you want to you go see the mayor? No, get on the boat. Ring. <laughs> ding, fucking ding. <laughs> How much are tickets? Okay. VIP ticket seventy four ninety nine. So I love that kind of thing. I, I'd be interested. I'm just in, fascinated um, by like just, just wandering around mm. the town and just, just like, trying to uncover a mystery. Just, yeah, just dicking about. Mm. Like because the the Westworld concept, as dark as it is, yeah. I found that fascinating. Yeah, you go there on. Like, oh, Sherry! People who go there on their holiday. Oh God! And like some play the games and stuff, and some just go to like the brothels and just have sex. Like it's great. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, thank God. <laughs> he thinks he's won. No. No. You could have got a paint job. I think he might have meant to say hand job. You could have <laughs> got a hand job between the, the space. <laughs> you could have got a hand job in that space. Dean's just going, I concur. I don't know times, Stevie. <laughs> Steven just staring. One, two, dive over slow motion. <laughs> and that's me done for the night. I could have just stopped my mate getting pile driven, but no, I'll just <laughs> wait. Let him take the damage. Always the bollocks of tag team wrestling. Big fan. Oh, oh Colonel. Parker tickled his shins. Colonel, you got a stick. Hit him. Hit him in the temple, and he'll go down. It's all right. Stevie Ray was there. Stevie Ray was there. I know it would have been a DQ. Sherry could have distracted the ref, and the colonel could have simply just gone, whack. <laughs> Sags would have gone down. Sags would have gone down. He knows what's good for him. <laughs> <laughs> but who, oh, so Nob, oh, Nobbs is um, not the legal man. No. It's a bit... <laughs> Stinted this match, isn't it? I didn't expect it to be a banger. No, but I didn't expect it to be kind of this stop start. I thought it would have been better at sea, admittedly. With lasers. (laughs) Would have been far better at sea. I was going to say, why would. what, what, What happened to him that got him that badly hurt? (laughs) <laughs> the, it's, here we go. Whoppa! Go. Oh my god! How are you selling that, love? And he's out the ring. He's out the ring. He's out the ring. How are you selling that, love? <laughs> Sherry having a go with the arseless chaps. Go on, Sherry. In fact, Tom, all chaps are arseless. You're going to get that comment. Because whenever I say assless chaps, it's like, actually, uh, all chaps actually, are Actually, all dogs go to heaven. 
Even the one that killed my <laughs> brother. Yes. All dogs go to heaven. Heaven is just absolutely crammed with lovely, adorable XL bullies. <laughs> <laughs> with just bits of human arms in their mouths. Oh. Right. Is this now where... Stevie Ray does a big move. That's about it. I watch Back him. Elbow. Watch him tag immediately to Booker. <laughs> Guarantee you, he's about to tag. Guarantee you, he's Just about to punch tag. Punch knobs in the mouth while you're there. Is he tagging out immediately? Stevie never spends that long in the ring. I've noticed. Yeah, it, well, he kind of. Th there's sort of waves of it, but like, it does feel like Booker does the legwork. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. That's why Booker T is like the, the standard bearer of the team. Yes. He has shot down Harlem Heat reunions multiple times as well, which is sad. Yeah. I'd like be, just one well, more they, Harlem Heat. They did Heat reunite, match. didn't they? No. I'm sure they reunited at, a, at one of their own events. No, no, no. So, so Booker T wrestled a reality of wrestling match in Harlem Heat attire. Right. But it wasn't as a tag partner of Stevie Ray. Ah, uh, okay. And afterwards, Stevie Ray was like sharing photos of him in the gym, like working out, going, hey, maybe next time. And Booker went, nah, mate. <laughs> That is not my shucky ducky quack quack no, moment of the week. Not a shucky ducky quack quack moment yeah. of the week. How about you get your own tag team, Stevie? And he's like, I did <laughs> with you, my brother. <laughs> my you, flesh and blood. Flesh and, and he's, he's like, no, I don't, I don't remember any of that. <laughs> I, remember, I remember being WCW <laughs> champion. He just gaslights him. Booker <laughs> <laughs> just gaslighting his own brother. I've never had a tag team with you. All these Photoshop pictures of him just holding both tag belts <laughs> on his own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you, whilst Nobbs is on the offense, can you pass me the remote control? Because I, I have a funny feeling in my waters that the telly is going to go off behind us for those watching on the Patreon. Many thank yous. So I'll just tap a button to make sure that it doesn't. And oh! Nearly out of it. I just want to. I just want to see war games now. Well, we are. We got one match after this, and then there's, war games. There's too much chaos here. We've got to get chaos inside two cages. <laughs> one cage. One cage. Two rings. Two rings. Not at sea. <laughs> not fifteen in a row. One cage. Not two the, rings. Not the warridor. Not at sea. <laughs> not a warridor. Not a warridor. <laughs> the corridor of warriors. The warridor, if you will. Could you put on a show in like a major city and have just a big helicopter, like a military one, holding a ring up by like four chains, just carrying a ring through the city <laughs> at about 200 feet. So all the people hard at work in skyscrapers get a good show. Oh, in goes Shirley. Shirley. Oh, Sherry. Sherry's got the cane. Oh, right across the back of the head. Nice. That'll do it. That'll do it. Done. Thank God for that. So, you want a ring carried by helicopters across the city. Just okay. one helicopter. Once, one, You're one, to one. make it dangerous. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's going to, like, four bits of chain wrap around the ring, and it's sort of carrying it through, and then you've got people wrestling. So they're wrestling sort of, uh, like... I mean, you're I would argue... to get, like, about ten people in there, at least, because you're going to need, you know... It's got to be a show. It's got to be a spectacle. So the only real match type you can do with that's a rumble... So, 
We're going to need a, a big... my penis go in. <laughs> We're going to need... Like the a, thought of a rumble a big, in midair. Uh, like a, a couple of cars with a big net between it. Oh, my God. And then you've just got to get the right place. You've just got to trust us, mate. We'll Which catch Which is why you. we're flying through a city, because then the cars can just stay under. Now, if traffic becomes an issue, they've got to get out and just carry the net. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I don't know if I want that much risk involved in my reward. I think it needs to happen. <laughs> Why am I wearing a match on a plane yet? I just, I don't. Know, I think it's sinister. Of all the matches you could have chose, you chose a Royal Rumble, <laughs> where the person has to go over the top. A ten-man tag. Both feet must hit the what? The concrete, <laughs> four hundred <laughs> feet below. He's not been eliminated yet. He's not been eliminated yet. What if, we, elimi- what if we give them? What if we give them all uh, carabiner and it's all attached to it? So when they get thrown out, they just dangle. Like slightly better. <laughs> All on bungees. Ric Flair is selling t-shirts. Woo! Walk the aisle. You're gonna walk the aisle. 19.95 plus 5.95 shipping. Man. Much cheaper than the shitty leather jacket that we had at Hogwarts. Please buy these shirts. Buy the t-shirts. Buy the shirts. Wear the big t-shirts, Wear the play. big t-shirt. <laughs> hey! Mikey boy. Wear the big T-shirt. Wear the big T-shirts, play. Oh, here he is. Oh, look at that. Proper job of material, I wearing a nitro. I, I want that. That's a, ha- that that's a Halloween costume, that, that is. That's a look at a half, Give it some it? normal sleeves. I just want a glittery nitro top now. You have to make that. No, I want it. <laughs> Comes to the plate. <laughs> Come Guaranteed, going to hit a grand Come slam against the, the giant. That's Gene, not Tanay. <laughs> Tanay is abstinent. <laughs> He's just smooth down there. He's like a Kendo. He's Iron Mike Tanay for many reasons. We haven't seen much of Gene tonight. We haven't. No, he's he's sort of popped up once or twice. He's That's popped about up it. once, I think, in that, the once? in that VT. Oh yeah, well he but he put in quite the shift, didn't he? <laughs> He did a long one. They saw the color of the text on the wall behind him. And they were like, "Let's knock it off for tonight." Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think if, if it's coming out that color, <laughs> if you burst a blood vessel, maybe it's uh, maybe we take a tactical rest day to let it recover. Today, get in there. It's coming out like coming out like powdered milk. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mean Gene Seaman we're talking about, by the way. <laughs> So, Savage and Giant yes. is next. Savage, Giant next, and then we're going to move on to the War Games Spectacular. The War Games. Now, Giant and, and Savage had this match booked before Giant joined the NWO. Yeah, this goes back a while. Mm-hmm. Because Savage was upset that Giant didn't get the job done yeah. against Hogan at Hogwild. So he's going to beat him up. And Savage is headlining Halloween Havoc against... Whoever the world champion is, probably Hogan. Yeah, probably Hogan. Uh, if you're watching along with us, time check. One hour, 51 minutes, and 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55. As Savage runs towards the ring, it's just coming up to one hour and 52. Why hasn't anybody just used that scream of, oh, he's got Slim Jims. Why hasn't hey. anybody just used that squeal of a firework on a loop as their entrance music? Just like, meh. 
like over and over again. I think the right to censor came close to. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I, I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> they nearly there. Yeah, it was the closest we've ever done is that noise. Just 11 alarms laid over the top of each other. <laughs> did you write that music? <laughs> I wish. I'm I'd sure be by the end. Of, by the right by the end, right said they did have like a drum beat underneath it. I think they had like a All I remember is just a Oh. Seven feet four, just like his daddy. But still coming out to the Dungeon Do music? Yeah. But dungeon, but doom, dungeon and doom. They've swapped. This is the new NWO theme. <laughs> Wait till Hogan gets Voodoo Child. He should have given up. He should have given up his spot for for the dungeon to Hollywood Haystacks. Hollywood Haystacks. Hollywood Haystacks. Hollywood Haystacks. They should have made Haystacks Hollywood. That's brilliant. That's right, Hollywood here, Stacks. NWO for life. I'll beat you like I beat Big Daddy. Hollyhead here, Stacks. <laughs> no. Actually, Not actually, actually, Loch Ness would have been Hollywood here, Stacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to beat you, Hogan, like I beat Big Daddy. I'll never forget the the promo that Giant Haystacks cut ahead of the match with Big Daddy at Wembley, mm. where they where there was the oh. there was Ken on the old mic going. So what's your strategy for facing uh, Big Daddy yeah. in Wembley? And he went, Well, Ken, today I'm 45 stone. Oh, By the boy. time we get to Wembley, I'm going to be 48 stone. So your strategy is to put more weight on. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fuck it, it's mental how they kind of carried the whole popularity of the sport, isn't it? Yeah. When you had people like Rollerball Rocco on the go, and you had like all of the world of sport, the great wrestlers, yeah. and then just two big lads. <laughs> just the strategy is, I'm going to get fatter. <laughs> and we're going to bump into each other Boom. until one of us falls out the ring. Belly push each other. Yeah. I seem to remember Giant Haystacks went through a table on the way out, just to add a bit of drama. Yeah. It was a table that had flowers on. Yeah, I remember. Because they were brought by loving and doting fans of Big Daddy. <laughs> I think He's a very hard wrestler to explain to Americans, Big Daddy. Like, whenever anybody asks you about him, and it's like, so, like, he was your Hulk Hogan? It's like, yeah. yeah. He was British Hulk Hogan. Him. Yeah. And his outfit is his old couch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, really? It's like, I just yeah. cut myself out of it. <laughs> His wife, uh, they had the couch pushed up against the back of the uh, living room wall. So apparently she just cut the material off the back of the couch, pushed it back against the living room wall. Nobody's any the wiser. Didn't that, is that what Ricky Gervais did with one of his suits? Probably. When he, was, when he, said, he, he <laughs> said on a podcast when he was poor, uh, he, uh, he made a suit by just cutting out the fabric from <laughs> somewhere. Oh, no, no, no. He bought the fabric yeah. and then drew round himself to get the sizes, <laughs> thinking he could make a suit from scratch. <laughs> And then it, it didn't really work, so he just wore it as a cape. <laughs> it didn't really work. I'm I'm shocked. I'm so I shocked. I know, right? He thought if I just draw around myself <laughs> twice, <laughs> that's the that's the size of the suit. I like the idea of him first drawing around himself wearing clothes, <laughs> yeah. and then be like, oh shit. <laughs> 
The man's a genius. <laughs> oh, to feel that indestructible. Something's happening behind there. Mm. Oh, what's the going on? turn around and looking at something. Oh. What's going on? Something. <laughs> Is it just some bloke getting kicked out? Probably. This is slowed right I down. I think it's just somebody getting kicked out. You'd be a bit annoyed, I think, by this point if you were, uh, if you were there in the audience. Yeah. I feel like it's just been a bit slow. No, you've had Rey Mysterio and Super Callow. Yeah, but Jericho and Benoit. The pace, the pace has just gone. Yeah. This match certainly has slowed it down. It must have just been somebody getting kicked out. Yeah. Because like, they acknowledged it on commentary. They went, oh, who's that? Yeah. Is it the NWO? I was like, no, it's just some some bloke pissed, I think. <laughs> it's moving him along. Giant never really wrestled like a giant, for the best part. No, but I think that's sort of one of his strengths. Yeah, I guess. Like Will Cruz. He's able to hit the, the ropes real fast and stuff, and he's just I think it's just a bit... Like, you're not expecting it out of him. You've not seen him wrestle before. No. Yeah, this is kind of his shtick. Bug. It's just big hug. Sit down. Big hug. Sit, sit down. down. Randy gets a second wind. Randy wins because it's no longer for the title. Randy Bob Andy. I don't think it was ever going to be for the title. It was originally, wasn't it? No. When the Giant held the belt. No, the match was made after the Giant lost the title. I thought they were already scheduled for a match. I thought, I might be wrong then. I thought Savage and Hogue, Hogue, Savage was always due to face the WCW champion at Halloween Havoc. Yeah. I might be wrong though. I have no idea. It's WCW, who cares? It's WCW, and my memory is terrible. So <laughs> you could tell me it was over like a, a chocolate motorbike and I'd be like, yep. He was over a chocolate <laughs> motorbike. It was over an edible motorbike that Eric Bischoff had for his dinner. Nice, and another bear hug. It's just, uh, just planting him. Do something else. Slam. For the love of God. They did and slam. And lovely slam. We've got war games next, man. Come on. <laughs> You've got John Cena front row. It's a giant blue hand. Oh. Oh, he's not doing it anymore. They were waving it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they were doing the You Can't See Me. Oh. Right, Randy, come on. Come on. Just keep kicking him in the knee. Keep kicking him in the knee. That's no. going to speed things up. Bring him down. Wee. Oh, nice. Is Savage about to beat La Giante? Oh, Jesus. Absolutely not. Oh, we got Nick Reffin as well. You know that this isn't going to be a good result. <laughs> Do you think Nick Patrick is going to get involved? Maybe. Oh, slammed him. He slammed the Giants. He's better than Hogan. Oh, here comes Hogan. Oh. Hollywood Hogan. Abu. Oh. He was trying to. Now he's trying to goad him out. Oh. 
So this is this is your main event. He was going to snap into him for Halloween Havoc. Mm. Oh, the bar, the, the NWO lads. Oh, no. Nick Patrick's not paying attention. Abu. Yeah, Nick's pretending he's not seeing shit. He's like, look at my fingers. Can you see one or two? One or two. I don't know, Nick. You keep changing the number of fingers you're holding up. <laughs> Patrick's the best referee in the business. He's almost as tall as the giant as well. <laughs> the giant's seven four. So you forget Patrick that Patrick's massive. Nine. Kick out. Oh. Uh, the fact the giant needed help to beat Savage really makes the giant look like. Shite. Yeah. It's not a good look. Shithousery. <coughs> what did Dave not Meltzer... Not just like a quick, cheeky, like, weapon shot either. Like, there was a whole full-blown, like, invasion. And then... Just a, an extended beatdown on Savage. <laughs> what uh, did Davey Meltzer say about that one? Dud. One and a half stars. One and a half. Match had a lot of heat. And was well put together. <laughs> And decently worked, considering who was involved. The finish was lame. <laughs> and he is right. He's right. The finish was lame. I'd like to have had Savage at least kick out and then take a choke slam. So Giant somewhat gets some of the... Yeah. The credit for beating him. Because the Giant gets nothing for that. No, he's just handed the win by his new buddy boys. Yeah. Like to have seen him pick him up for a choke slam. And I like, put one foot on him. Yeah, do the foot on the chest pin. Maybe Savage would have said no to something like that. Though. Would have been nice. Yeah. Need to mute notifications. Did you get the same notifications I did just then? Yes. Ah. I've not had a look at them though. Oh. I'm just assuming yours was the the work chat. Yes, <laughs> it was the the news chat. There's always news breaking. So something... I'm just going to make some up. Randy Savage says that Slim Jims are crap. <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> he prefers a pepperoni. He just, he's vegan, actually. <laughs> Has been all along. I'm going to meet you on the, on the wrestling floating <laughs> ring in the middle of the Atlantic Here Ocean. Here we go. Halloween I want to see the pumpkin. Halloween Havoc. I want to see the pumpkin. Should we dress up for Halloween Havoc? Because the fancy dress costumes will be cheap by the time we get around to it. Oh, they will be. Yes. Why don't we do each side of a pantomime horse? <laughs> Can I be the arse? <laughs> I'll be the face. I'll just sit here. <laughs> the top end of a pantomime just horse. Just be the arse. <laughs> Let's just be sat like big horse head. I'll make a little hole in the anus just so I can talk. <laughs> you laugh, but we can make that happen. Oh, no. Somebody set the cage on fire. Just before the main event, they're going to be living. It's just, it's just, it's taking so long to get here, guys. <laughs> guys. But now it's here. Now it's time. We're going to hopefully see some blood. And, and fingers crossed, it's going to be the greatest match of all time. <laughs> Already one entrant in the ring, the cameraman. 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 <laughs> the cameraman, cam man. Cameraman. 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 Cameron. Man, Cameron. The cameraman. Cameron, Cameron man. Cameron man. The cameraman. <laughs> cameraman. <laughs> Cameron man. My 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 wrestler in the WWE career mode is called the butcher. Butch butcher. <laughs> 
Not to be confused with Mr. Powerful, Alan Powerful. <laughs> I'm trying to think what, what my Wrestle uh, Universe, well, not Wrestle Universe, what is it? The, the M. Dickey one. Wrestling Empire or whatever it is. I, uh, I'm trying to think what my character's name is. I think it's something like Disagreeable Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Disagreeable Bill. Yeah, what's what's going on with Stanger? Hey, I'm having a chat with them. Um, little spoiler, I'm a little chat with them, Dickie, next week. Ah, yeah. Very cool. Getting him on for a little chat for the podcast. I want his Bible game. Oh, yeah. The U Testament. I'm yeah. intrigued by that. You can tell a woman's upset with this because... Um, mean Jean's not there for her to grope. So, yeah, she's not into Tanae. No. She likes groping Mean Jean. And Tanae is here tonight instead. She's like calm and flat. Like, Stop moving around. Stop You're moving. being annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. He's here. What time do you call this? Why has Lex got Eddie from Iron Maiden's hair? He's got like the, the, the Iron Maiden zombie mascot's hair. <laughs> I'm joining the NWO anyway. Uh, now you've got two stings to worry about. <laughs> And he's just like, Liz, you're tagging in. <laughs> tagging Liz. <laughs> tagging Liz. Hey. It's Buffy boy. The buffer's in. Here he is. Wag out. Is he there? Did they forget to put buffer in the ring? Maybe. Maybe he'll be on the outside. Maybe. Someone's running around the ring. Where's Buffer? Maybe they put him on the roof. Ah. Yeah. I'd put him in the ring. He's a bit like Vince there. He does a bit, doesn't he? I'm loving oh my the, God. the Santana guitar going on. The official rules of war games. I have the rules with me. Ham, egg, milk, cat food. I've been given the wrong notes. I have the rules. Mr. Buffer, we cannot afford to pay for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I quickly run to the toilet before we can Yes, off please do. Would you like anything else bringing you through? Could you get me another a fizzy drink, please? Yes. No Thank you. You're a dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. And while Sam does do that, I will say thank you for joining us on the Patreon and on the podcast feed as well. Um, if you're not already, you can watch these on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash cultaholic, where we do the video versions of the podcasts that you hear, the classic review podcast, that is. And also, there is a, a tier which allows you to become a guest, a, a co-host with us for an episode of your choosing. A classic Raw, classic Smackdown, or classic Nitro. Basically, you choose the classic show you want to watch. And we, we get you in. It's good, that, isn't it? And you could become a, a guest on Desert Island Graps as well. Uh, that's the top tier. Uh, one of the top tiers on the Patreon. And find out more at patreon.com forward slash 
Cultaholic. It would be lovely to have you on one of these with Sam Driver and myself. Maybe watching a war games. Maybe. But Michael Buffer, now the most, the highest paid ring announcer on the planet, honestly. He has uh, copyrighted the phrase, let's get ready to rumble. So someone said to me, could you say it? I said, I could probably say it during the impact tapings, but I might get a letter. <laughs> I might get a cease and desist from the buff if I do just that. But he's, he's absolutely the best in the world. Like, he's got such an iconic timbre to his voice. There is no one like him. But gosh, is he expensive. <laughs> right, currently it's time check before we start the war games. So we are on uh, two hours and nine minutes exactly. Two hours and nine and three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Did they just announce Ric Flair as the champion of the world? Maybe former champion of the world. I might have misheard that one. You've, you're just in time for Buffer to hit his catchphrase. The table's plenty scratched enough, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, matey. <laughs> Let's get ready to It's fine time. It's a nice catchphrase. Let us prepare ourselves for a combat event. To cast off to sea with the ring. <laughs> Let's get ready to cast off. Let's get. Yeah, why not? <laughs> War games. So, Sting is here. He hasn't thought to ring anyone for six days. Just thought he'd moron. get dressed and turn He's up. He's a complete moron. Idiot. He's a total himbo. He should have just turned up. He just We've now got Mr. DiBiase and some furniture spray by the looks of it. <laughs> and Scothany Hall is starting the War Games Scothel. contest. Old Scothel. Scothel Hall. Roffle Hall starting the War Games match. Do you have a favorite War Games match? Uh, it's uh, not really. No? I, I need to sort of, I don't know. I need to buff back up on a lot of this stuff because it's sort of... You know, like I, I've, I've seen stuff uh, growing up watching WCW, but like, uh, sorry, I stood on a can. Stand on you. Uh, oh. <laughs> but I, I don't really have like any prominent war games memories, really. Like, it's an interesting concept, but like, I, I never really, I wasn't really like the diehard able to watch every week kid. Yeah, I never I really it. saw many pay per views. And by the time, like, you know, you're into really the thick of things. It was the Attitude Era and WCW was dead. Yeah. yeah. And it was sort of, it's kind of, yeah. The War Games matches weren't as iconic as they were in the 80s. No, and that's the thing is, like, you're not getting, like, the level of blood or violence or aggression that you'd get from back in the old NWA days. Mm. I wonder if the new NWA would try and do a War Games match like this. I wonder what They're... the cage would look like going off their Halloween celebration <laughs> staging. I agree with the tweet. You're the fucking lead singer of Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> and that's the best you could do for your Halloween show. <laughs> like, <laughs> we did have Father James Mitchell just doing coke on... Yeah. That, so that was fun. Yeah, that was pretty fun. <laughs> right on. Get a pole. Hit him as hard as you can. Match over. <laughs> do There's that no ten rules. times. Have no rules. 
Doesn't make sense. Why is wrestling? There's no rules. Uh, yeah, the the no the rules bit, the lack of rules is something that is not taken full advantage of. Golf club, round the back of the knees. I just, you know, I just wow. listen to the pop for Arn. Arn should have so been the guy. You say we're in Carolina tonight. Yes, because we are. We're in Kakalaki. We're in North Carolina. Yeah, so it's classic territory. Horseman country. It? Yeah. Winston Salem, Health Carolina. Horseman country. Horseman country! <laughs> yeah, I think... I, who is it that said... There's, a, there's the school of thought where it's like Ric Flair's promos are so great is, is because they're just things that aren't said in the bar the night before. <laughs> I just think Flair makes very little sense. Uh, and I think it, it's the excitable nature of Flair that people get behind. Yeah, without a doubt. There is a charisma. But then Arn's quite a charismatic man. Arn's more like quiet and threatening. That's why I like Arn. Like, you know that if Arn says something, he's going to back it up. Whereas Flair's just going to run his mouth because he's a dick. Yeah. But like, Arn's the guy where he'll only open his mouth when he's sure that he can back up what he says. He's got a good turn of phrase. Yeah. And a lovely spine bust. And he's probably got a great set of golf clubs at home. So why hasn't he brought them here to smash Scott Hall around the knees with? Just turn up with his fucking golf clubs. Yeah. Just fucking teeing off on Scott Hall's It doesn't make face. sense. You know, he could have brought like a crowbar. No rules. Just yeah. <laughs> That'd have been lovely. Take his hand, stick it through the chicken wire of the cage, and then he can't get out and just kick him. Just keep kicking him. <laughs> <laughs> it if, you be... kick, if you kick his other leg out, then he's, oh, his whole weight's going to just be like, oh, God. <laughs> just keep kicking him while you're You might get his shoulder out, and then it's easy. I don't know why it's reminded me of this, but I always remember reading about the um, the plan for the December to Dismember Extreme Elimination Chamber. Right. And how the first two in were going to be CM Punk and The Big Show. Yeah. And the plan was going to be, literally the moment the match begins, CM Punk puts like The Big Show in a sleeper. Yeah, like and just and just pulls him down and pulls him down and pulls him down, and it takes him four and a half minutes. But eventually, Big Show passes out and he's gone. <laughs> like just yeah. Can you imagine the crowd response fucking to that? Fucking losing their shit as Big Show's going down on one foot <laughs> and Punk's just fucking railing back. That's the ideal outcome. But if the opening exchange of a match was just he's going to slap on a sleeper for four and a half. Maybe minutes. not a sleeper. Maybe like a. Yeah. I, no, I don't know. I think I think if done if right. If he just went. If Punk and then just like Punk, straight down. No, Punk ran at Big Show and put yeah. him in a front headlock. Yeah. Like the crowd went, way And then he keeps pulling and pulling, and then like Big Show's wobbling. Yeah. I think the crowd With might the get into it. With the theatrics, get into it. If, yeah. If it's just like, oh, in a sleeper and four minutes. Yeah. I don't think, then like, the Big Show goes down to like one knee after two minutes. Yeah. Goes, yes! <laughs> and he goes down to another knee after, yes! And then like he starts dribbling at four and a half, and he's just. And then CM Punk lets go and he just flops. And the ref goes, he's done, he's gone. He's out. The place is fucking mental. And CM Punk's the man. He just fucking choked out the big show. That would have been amazing. It wasn't to be. No, unfortunately not. Vince made it shit. (laughs) Basically, (laughs) Vince Vince turned up to Paul Heyman's elaborately put together train set. Kicked all the trains over. Kicked all the track over. Poured petrol all over it and went, this is shit, this is. In Why fairness, have you made this shit? In fairness, the train set had been like, it, it had been found at like the bottom of a groggy ditch full of shit before it was, you know, but, given back to Paul. But he had tried to clean it up. Yeah, the but they, didn't, they didn't really try. Like, Paul tried, but like, <laughs> they, they kind of just, 
setting it up the way they did was never going to work. Yeah, they were they were hiding on a hiding to passing the book to Heyman to blame him for it all. It was like you've already fucking killed the brand. You clearly don't care enough. You don't Paul. care enough. Uh, like as a company, but still going to be Paul's fault. Okay, <laughs> Paul, it's your fault that December Scissors member was shit. Ah, <laughs> when you tried harder, when you cared more. <laughs> if only you got Arn Anderson in there. <laughs> then it would have been, you know, ECW original Arn Anderson. Put the belt on Hardcore Holly. <laughs> that's all we Why? wanted you to do. That's all Hardcore Holly wanted as well. Yeah, just put the title on me. Like, I'm tough. Nobody can beat me. Give me the belt. That was all of his ideas. All his ideas were just put the belt on me and then have him beat everybody. Oh. So Buffer did the intro and now it's back to Penza for the heavy lifting of this match. They're not paying... Fucking buffer to read numbers. No way. <laughs> Ten, four. Oh, 12. here comes Nash. Big Kev. Get up, get that single leg crab off my wife. <laughs> Careful, Kevin. Careful, your knees. <laughs> Careful. Think of your quads. Boff. He's just running. <laughs> it's funny watching somebody's big run, but not that quick. <laughs> Go on, Arn. Oh! Everyone's bumping for Arn. Get off his pants, Scott. Aww. New World Order. Enforce a deed. I, this is the part of war games I always like when it's the handicap match. And it's yeah. Surviving. Whenever one side goes up a, a member, it's always good. Striving and surviving. Oh. What if it's deodorant that Ted's got there? Just in case. Just to get rid of the new world odor. Yeah! <laughs> he's done it! He's done him! So this is just, there you go. I've got another minute and then someone else is going to pop in. Cheers, Dave. <laughs> I do hope we get war games this year. That'd be nice. They can't not. I think they've, they've sort of primed everybody for it now. Yeah. If they don't, then I think it'll be a bit kind of, ooh. Mm. Give us a war games, you cowards. <laughs> I love a war games. Just the one. Judgment Day in the Bloodline versus, I don't know, a gaggle of baby faces. Oh, unless they just want to do it at sea. <laughs> or do it at sea. Or I'll take a war air. games match if it's at sea. Why can't we take up like a, you know, like Halo jumping where they jump out like really high in the atmosphere. Just take a ring up. Get there. Ah, oh, it's Lex. What's he going to do? It's Flexi Lexi. <laughs> He's in for every in the torture in the Tortuga rack. <laughs> the oh, he's Tortuga early. Rap. Of course. Oh, oh Luga, you missed your fucking cue, mate. Oh. Why? Luga always gets things wrong. The silly Billy. Luga's just Luga, isn't he? He just sort of does his own thing. I always worry when Luga cuts a promo. Yeah, you like never he, know quite how it's going to go. He looks a bit deer in headlights all the time, <laughs> and I just don't feel comfortable. Like, he actually makes me feel uncomfortable with his doing promos. I don't feel like he's, he's got a grasp of where he's going. He's too aggressive to be that fast and loose. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you watch someone, you go, they seem to have all this in hand, so this yeah, is fine. they've got the key points. Yeah, not with Luger. No. I always worry. He makes yeah. me feel a bit uneasy. But I, yeah, why can't we just throw a plane... Uh, sorry, uh, uh, <laughs> a ring out of a plane with... Parachutes. So, right? the, so the rest. Of so the, it takes, say, like if we go really high and a big enough parachute, we can see mm. if it can take like twenty minutes to get that on the ground. Oh, the cage is falling apart a bit. Fuck it. Um, if it takes like we can get to a point where it's like twenty minutes to get to the ground, then we just have a match. 
So where are the wrestlers during this? Are they in the ring already? Well, they're going to parachute out, obviously, but they've got to wait for the ring's parachute to kick in. And then they jump out a little bit, and then they jump down onto that. Right, okay. Um, and then they've got to sort of land carefully. So are they wrestling in the ring before the ring has hit the ground? Yeah. Right. Okay. So they join, they get in the ring after the ring's parachute opens. Right. It could also just be a rumble. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again, it's throwing people from a great height. If you attach like an umbrella to a ball, like Mary Poppins. So they all float down like <laughs> fucking lemmings. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you could just do a one on one match. You know? I think I think a one on one would be safer. But my fear would be muscle memory. Like they'd be having the match and they might go, Oh, we'll do a close like oh, over the ropes, over the ropes. Oh and he, he's out of there. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> It'd be muscle memory. So you have people on standby. Just extra ones to just jump in. No, I'm not, I'm not worried about the flow of the match. I, I appreciate you think my fear is, oh, what about the match? I'm more thinking about the rest of us now plummeting to their death. Well, you shouldn't jump out the ring. I never <laughs> say it's like muscle memory. You just forget, oh, shit, can't take any dives. Like if it's Bill Mascaris. We'll do it over the water. <laughs> I, I like how when I mentioned one of the wrestlers goes over the top, your, your first thought was, it's all right, we'll get another wrestler in. I'm not like, oh, I hope they're all right. Lex is bringing it to Hogan. Yes. Oh, and Hall's gone down. But yeah, what? Like, we just have a spare wrestler. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Just, you tell him beforehand, no tornadoes, no dives. I just want him to be all right. No planches, no nothing. <laughs> you do. You signed that bit of paper there, mate. I just want them to Ray be... Ray Mysterio a... Jr. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> have a fucking spring Had to go over that it. West Coast pop, didn't you? <laughs> fucking is a West Coast pop now. <laughs> no. Atlantic Coast pop. Well, no, there's, there's got to be some sort of, like, uh, means of getting But also, back. I know what you're doing, <laughs> by the way. I fucking know what you're doing. Because you've gone, it's okay. It's over the ocean. This is just you getting to the fucking <laughs> ring in the sea again. <laughs> Well, who's saying that? That's all. You're, you're coming, you're coming at me like this is a new idea. It's not. It's just the execution of the first idea that we started our, listen, our reactions with. But what if you threw a double cage out after the ring? I'd hope it would land on it. Otherwise, no, you're going to trap a load of sharks. You're gonna, no, the whole crack, it's, it's, it's going to be planned. Don't worry. But it's, the I ring that's worried. fallen out the plane just happens to meet the other ring, and then a double cage comes down. Okay. And and they click together like games. stickle bricks. Sea games. Sea games. <laughs> Fuck, I'm expecting Neptune to turn <laughs> up. Welcome to the sea games. <laughs> Fucking Triton. Here we you go. will fight for my amusement. <laughs> we haven't got the Coast Guard. Who but can possibly? That man has a gun if you change your mind. Here comes Flair. Uh, he's early as well. They can't fucking wait. I think the better one is the, just the boat. I think it'd be interesting to do one out of a plane. But. Ah, <laughs> oh, look at Flair go. Come and get in this side of the ring, boys. Come on. Who's I'm not now, walking boys. another 10 feet. Get the fuck over here. Come on. Oh, Flair and Hogan. Oh, crowd Hogan, here we go. Crowd of popping for Flair and Hogan. Oh, thumbs oh. down. Flair humping the air. Hogan raking the eyes, punch, laying punch, it in. Punch. Ric Flair is probably already bleeding. Way! Oh, they're into it. 
Has he got Nux? Yes! Boom! And here comes Nash. Oh. Flair's the only one with low sense. Low blow! Low blow from behind. Bop! Hey! He's the only one with sense. Yeah. Now, if you just keep laying in those knuckle shots to like the knees and joints. I should have brought his fucking. Then NWO won't be a clubs. problem anymore. Just break some feet. Just break some legs, you <laughs> bastard. Get out, you bastard. I'll break your legs. They're like, oh, it's WCW versus NWO. Hit one of them with a car. You know, equalize them. it. No, I'm not saying that far. I'd say shoot them. Unless it's non-fatal. You know, get one of the beanbag guns. <laughs> bah, right in the knee. Hit them with a car. Hit them with a car. <laughs> Take them out for a few weeks. You and know they, something, brother? If they, <laughs> if they dare come back, just do it again. <laughs> just fucking hit them with a car. <laughs> Teach you, brother. <laughs> what do you think's going to um, come out next for the end of the match? It's a Humvee. It's a, it's a Ford Prius. It's Sting. It's a Toyota Corolla. Here comes Sting. <laughs> oh my God, it's definitely Sting. His hair's slightly different to earlier. Shut up, it's Sting. <laughs> so we know who this is, don't we? The fake Sting. Yeah. It is Jeffrey Farmer. It is indeed Jeff Farmer. So Jeff Farmer was uh, otherwise nicknamed by Larry Zabisco, Stink. As he will be done. First wrestled as Lightning uh, in the tag team, Thunder and Lightning, in the nice. IWF in 1993. He's toured all Japan, uh, and uh, he was in WCW in the early 90s. Uh, he went and did the Indies and did some stuff for the NWA. Even uh, wrestled a dark match for the WWF. They took a look at him, but they weren't interested. <laughs> He has more success in Japan than he'll ever have in the West, I guess. We've already seen him on the yep. Cultaholic Classic Nitro review because he is Cobra. Yes. Who had a wonderful feud with Craig Pittman for all of a week. The dying days of the G.I. Joe gimmicks. Mm -hmm. Craig Pitbull Pittman's still going, though. He certainly is. He certainly is. And this would be uh, probably the biggest role that he would play. Probably, as yeah. As Sting. As NWO Sting. As NWO Sting. Which, uh, admittedly, if you've never watched this particular pay-per-view, we have choreographed what is about to happen. That's right. Out comes Macho Man Randy Savage. It's Hollywood Haystacks. <laughs> the Bovril Man. <laughs> it's Bovril Man! Well, it's just your local ice cream man. <laughs> it just comes down in like a little truck. <laughs> Throwing 99 flakes at everybody. Yeah. Oh, it's one of those awkward shows. It's like, it's Jared from Subway! And we've got to be like, oh, God, no. Oh, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> Don't mention him. Don't reference him. So where's where's there's Sting? So we've got Sting, Leg, Hogan. So why haven't they just pinned them? Because not everyone. Oh, they can't the pin yet. them until yeah, they can't pin them until then. Always a weird rule with war games. I feel Forgot. like it kind of ruins yeah. some tension. Sorry, I saw Sting and I got confused. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> thought everybody was in. The crowd are a little bit upset and confused. Please, just Dibiase just walks in. <laughs> Which, there's two of them? I'm seeing double. Four stings. No, another one. <laughs> another one. We never knew. So this bit is fantastic from what I recall. Yes. Of WCW at this time. Sting just fucking gets in there. Fucking leathering everybody. If I was on, I'd get a cheap shot in on him though. 
<laughs> just a little just gut like, shot. You know we're going to be facing each other again in a couple of weeks. Just yeah. elbow to the face. Sorry, I thought you were the other one. <laughs> just a little fucking dig in there. <laughs> but he's just lighting the fucking ring up here. Absolutely saves the day for WCW. I don't get how people just... Some people don't get Sting. and I, I, I just don't get how you can't get Sting. He's great. He's class. But look, he's, he clears the fucking ring. Sting, bang. He saves the day. And look at you. You thought that was me? Lex is just a shit friend. <laughs> Lex knows. I love it. And this bit's great. Do you believe me now? Is that good enough for you? Fuck! <laughs> and he goes, fuck you! And he leaves! <laughs> I love that! Good for you, Sting! Finally, standing up to Luger's bollocks. Good for you, It's Sting. only been a year and a half. No one believed him. He went out and proved it. And, and then everyone's like, oh, shit. We're now a man down. Sting's like, I'm just going to go to the back and listen to my sad music. <laughs> listen to my ghetto blast. Have we started lifting the cage up a bit? No. It's just the cage looks a bit knackered. Oh, and Heenan's on commentary just begging Sting to come back. Oh, it's yeah. great. It's great. It's so good. Luger deserves everything that's coming to him now. Oh, yeah. He's been an arse for a year. Yeah. I don't like him. No. <laughs> just got to wait for him to get the ponytail and become total package again. And get the point where he's got muscles on muscles on muscles. Oh, the old scorpion deathlock headlock combo. That's the one while the cage door opens. <laughs> oh, cameraman's caught up in Nash's foot. Uh, <laughs> is he done? <laughs> yeah. There you go. NWO win. Well, Nick Patrick's it. calling it. Nick Patrick's calling it. Ah, that's true. There is some controversy with Nick's. Oh, they didn't even out Sting. Yeah. Buffett didn't quite know what to say. Great. That's it. I love that. I always remember that. And I remember that's that one of my favorite parts of this was, was Sting. Who yeah. Was, who was challenged. I mean, admittedly, could have all been avoided if Sting had just rang Lex and gone, just a heads up, that wasn't me. Yeah, but at I the same time. It looked like me, but it Lex, wasn't me. Lex should have also probably rang Sting. Yeah, I'd maybe like, there should have been more effort on both sides. What the fuck you done? Yeah. How dare you? And he's like, what are you on about? I'm sat at home eating a bologna sandwich. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, look at him. Like the end of a movie. Sting, I love you. Sting, I love you. I'm sorry. I feel like pure shit. I just want Sting back. I feel like pure shit. I just want <laughs> Sting back. No, you've ruined it. You, you, you questioned the integrity of Got the Stinger. Got a guy dressed as Razor Ramon there. <laughs> <laughs> WWF will be in touch. <laughs> oh, yeah, there he is. Was he the ass? guy at the start I of the show? I think it was, yeah. If he's next to a guy that looks a bit like Ric Flair, geez, they took a long walk. Mm. Unless he's out of his, unless he's sat in the wrong seat. 
Oh, well, what a... Hey, Savage! Where did he come from? He'd been under what the wing all along. <laughs> Yay! See the what I mean now, Brilliant. Actually, yeah, a giant could have popped out. Maybe he will do. Maybe he will. There's the giant there, disguised as an old lady on the front row. <laughs> it's a woman <laughs> with a cane! Oh, there he is. That is the big lad. It's all right. He can't win a match on his own. What's he going to do? <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> we, we've learned that he's crap. Oh, but now they're all going to hurt old bloody Rando Savage. Oh, they're going to spray his back yellow again. Oh. He'll hate that. Somebody launched a towel into the ring. Is that to throw the towel in for Savage? I don't or know. Or to wash his back afterwards. Maybe to wash his back afterwards. Very kind thing to do. Oh, what a sad... Oh, my oh, God. Here comes Liz. Oh, Liz. Get out of there, Liz. Come on, Hogan. What's she... Oh, what's she... how's she going to act this out, then? So is this, this is her finally coming to Savage's aid. So this is really yes. groundbreaking. So Flair's backstage. She's come running down for Randy. Yeah. And she's like, Hulkster, please don't. This is her suddenly going, oh, no, this was a mistake. Hulkaroni pizza, please. Leave it alone. Oh. So she's finally seen sense. And look, at this is. Oh, yes. I remember this. Just spray paint them both. I think he does. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, and he writes HH on, his, on her ass. I only love HH. Oh. I'm glad Hogan always signs off his tweets HH. Otherwise, that way we'd never know whether he'd been hacked or not. That's it. It's the only way you know he's the real guy. Do you think that was a very deliberately perverty thing to do for Hogan to write hate hate on Liz's ass? Yeah, it was probably. I, so. I, I imagine it was probably disgust. Yeah. Well, here's a fun fact for you. Yes. According to um, the Observer, Hogan actually wanted to give Liz a pile driver in this sequence. Really? They pitched that Hogan pile drives Liz, but they said uh, it was overruled by Ted Turner. Yeah. Because it was too much. Too aggressive. Too far. So we get the spray paint instead. <laughs> I've been divorced for a while. Oof. Did you headbutt Liz? <laughs> he went to spit on it, but it looked like he headbutt. It did look like a headbutt. It did look like a headbutt. Oh, we've got a little bit of trash in the ring. Not as much as we have done previously. Nah. 
Winston Salem ain't got it. Oh. oh, a bit more. There we go. So, hey, we chat. Hey, they hey. heard us. They heard us. Good They're lads. living. <laughs> See, this is all great. As long as eventually the NWO get their comeuppance, all will be fine. Yeah. That's, surely that's, there's a there's an end in mind for this. Surely there's an end there's game. There's got to be. You start at the end and you work your way back to the beginning. Exactly. Any yeah. good writer does that. Without having to figure it out and then lose sight along the way and then no one I mean, feels there is happy. always the middle point where you have to have 15 versions of the same thing. Yeah. That's also the, the <laughs> one thing that has to happen standard. in every story. It's pretty standard. But it's nice to see Savage and Liz back together. Yeah. <laughs> Ted's trying to sneak in there. I'm cool too, guys. Guys. Can I get an NWO I'm the, tie? I'm manager. I want to be in this picture as well. God bless Liz. No one else bothered to run out. <laughs> Just Liz. See, that's the thing as well, like with this whole NWO invasion thing. It's like, like they're so they're so hated backstage. Why is why isn't the locker room just emptying at this point just to fucking overwhelm them? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Why is it just Liz coming out here on her own and everyone's just gonna let that happen? <laughs> What's the worst thing you could throw that's from the concession stand? Fucking brick. <laughs> um, I think the popcorn machine. It's either like Boing. it's either like a full popcorn. Or like something like, I don't know, like a half-eaten hot a dog fucking, a fucking smothered in like sauce. If that just nailed Hogan in the face, it'd be hilarious. But it's defined worse. I'm thinking like a fucking full bottle of red wine. <laughs> Smash. <laughs> no, I just mean just clatters everywhere. General trash you would throw. Oh, uh, cheesy chips. Cheesy chips. Yeah, that'd be bad. Hot and dribbly and... Just a bucket of nacho sauce. Oh. Vinegar. Oh, is he going to get it? He got it today. Well done. Oh, that's gorgeous. Lovely. Thanks, Hogan. Cheers, Hogan. Thanks you in my face. fucking greb. <laughs> Dirty boy. It's all right. He's going to learn his lesson eventually. I'm sure that, yeah, <laughs> they will get their comeuppance. Oh. Hogan's having a lovely time as a bad do guy. Do a little merry jig. Did a lovely little merry jig. Yeah, he was supposed to pile drive Liz around this point, and uh, Ted they kind of said, it. no. It's no surprise. WCW was kind of always slightly more family-leaning initially. Yeah, that would be an overstep in the mark. Well, it's another pay-per-view where the bad guys are ending on top. I'm sure this it's, won't become uh, a recurring theme. So it's like it's like a big, I get it, it's like a big set-piece moment and everything, but it, it does it always have to feel like eventually after about two minutes we've seen what they're going to do? They do it, and then they just walk in a circle around the ring going, yeah. Yes. While the camera awkwardly hovers and there's no commentary. They can't, why can't they just keep going? Why can't they just keep spraying Randy? Why can't they just beat him up some more? They just kind of sit around going. I feel like they just need to cut all cut away sooner. Yeah, just cut back to them. So it doesn't feel like they... And then if they start so, attacking them again... just rub Dusty's arm there. <laughs> Very tender moment. <laughs> Start attacking them again. Then you cut back. And you go, oh, God. Yeah. I know you want to give that vibe that it's like endlessly yeah. chaotic. What is Hogan holding up there? Uh, I thought that as well. <laughs> I thought that was... Uh... I Yeah, I did too. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. I, I can't. There's no. I can't there unsee is, that. There's there no is way. no way it was. There'd be a picture of it. There'd be a photograph, 100% if he held something like that up. Yeah, there is no way. That is no way what it is. Oh, we're going to find out? No. He's 
Maybe move, it's just like Bobby, a, move. Maybe it's a flow chart. <laughs> just a very angular flow chart. Very angular flow chart, maybe. Are they coming up to commentary? Kicking off a sting. Of course they are. Oh, Here yeah, comes the come. giant to Bobby's go. Bobby's gone. Out of breath going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's the, okay, that's the sign. That's all right then. It's not what I thought it was. Daydream believer. And oh, you, oh, country. Fucking hell, Fucking hell. Fucking hell. He just starts I just, talking. I just thought they would have been heard. Fucking hell, giant. She's oh, so funny. Ted's looking for the camera. <laughs> Technically, that sign says this is NWA country. Who? <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's have a look at the back of the sign. I can see a line. Yeah, see, it, it, it looked like a swastika. It did. It looked like a swastika. It did look like a swastika on the back, but I don't think it was. I think it was just... A badly placed <laughs> line, one would hope. Could you imagine if they deceived him? He just picks up the sign and goes, oh, it's an NWO sign. Doesn't look at the back and just holds it up. So from the back, there's just a shot of him holding a massive swastika. So once again, NWO, end on a high. Yeah, and then we get the kind of awkward, stunted, runaway commentary. Randy's getting held up, but we got the development with Liz. We have got the development so with Liz. It's going to be interesting to see where she stands with Flair after this. Mm-hmm. Keith Mitchell, Craig Leathers, Rick Fancher. So Fancher's interesting. It was a one. It, I mean, there was some, there was some good wrestling in there. I thought Ray and Callow had a good time. It, I had Jericho and Benoit had a good time. It felt like it was shot out of a cannon, right? It yeah. was sort of like great trajectory, and then it just kind of went a bit. And then we get toward the end, and it sort of picked back up again. And then the end itself was interesting. But then it went on far too long, yeah. and it was sort of like just sort of bring it to a close. It feels like they ran short. Yeah, and but then you, can you really run short on pay per view? You've got a true. slot. That's true. So you yeah. can get away with, with cutting away just a little bit early. Uh, but that—that that was War Games. Where do we go from here? Well, tomorrow night on Monday Nitro, we get a brand new member of the NWO revealed. Do we? I can tell you that much. Nice. Mm. Nice. Find out who nice. when we're back together. And do it all again next week. Next uh, week. He's at the Sound Driver on Twitter. I'm at Tom Campbell on Twitter. Together we're at Cold Holic on Twitter. Don't forget to join us. <laughs> Sting, you were right. I'm sorry, Sting. I just want it. Let's just ring in the water. Come on. <laughs> it's just, it's just, we're just... not having a ring in the water. <laughs> Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? 
Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. (laughs) 